What's happening, people? This your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco, and welcome to this episode, man. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes, type in This Ain't No Podcast, and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Also, This Ain't No Podcast, and if you have any questions, you have any topics you want us to discuss for next episode, hit us up on Gmail at thisaintnopodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at notapodcast, N-O-T-T-A podcast. A lot, but hey, we try to make it. Come on, baby. Don't you forget, this ain't no podcast. Yeah, let's get into it, fellas. It's Friday, Friday night. we recording this. You know what I'm saying? That means I'm feeling good. Y'all feeling good? How y'all feeling? Hold on, hold on. Let's bump this a little bit. I'm so glad we got music now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to J-Rock. You know what I mean? It's me lit every morning. Win, 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 win. That's how you got started. You know what I'm saying? It's a Friday. We doing this podcast because we ain't got no life. <laughs> no plans and shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't have a life. Y'all got plans. We trying try to get to it. Yeah, we trying to get to that bag. You know what I mean? I'm gonna let this rock. Can we can we let this rock while we uh, do I the think intro? So. All yeah. right, let me turn it down just a tad bit so we can know who we are. I'm good with that. And I'm gonna start with my left. Who I got to my left? B Prince. Always to the left. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Who I got in front of me? Uncle Buck. B B B. Big Buck Brand. Big Buck Industries. Still. The only <laughs> sponsor <laughs> of the podcast, which will be changing. I'm, I'm going to say it now. 2019 will be a good year for us. And we still got a lot. We got, we got a, uh, a lot of 2018 left. Too loud? Turn it down to scooch. Small loud. Small <laughs> loud. Turn it down to scooch. It's real now. <laughs> See, it gets real now when this yeah, thing starts. It's, it's, it's starts. a loud. And this your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco. And we're here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, one more time. Hold on. Turn that thing on up a little bit. Oh, I hope SoundCloud don't take this down. Yeah, because we let the whole thing go. let it ride. We was talking over it, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's the I think that's the rule. You can talk over it while you let it rock. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah. I'm going to start doing this in the beginning. I want to give out the... Uh, yeah, that was dope. That was good vibe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was. You got to start, the, start it off right. You know what I'm saying? Let people know what type of mood we in. Everybody should pick a song yeah. to start we should all Every pick episode. one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know, rotate. We like did that uh, for, for yeah. lovers, Miss T. You know, she picked some. She picked the LMA joint. That was a yeah, good one. Yeah, it was. That was a good one. I was like, all right. I thought she was gonna pick some ratchet shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> pick some just old Trina. There was <laughs> some so worry. big like the sun. There was some worry about that. <laughs> Oh, she yeah, came through. She did come through. Miss T got some class when she wanted. You know what I'm saying? When she wanted to. <laughs> she wanted to. Shout out to Miss T. I love her, yo. You know what I'm saying? Uh shout out to Giz the Audio Wiz. He ain't with us. You know what I'm saying? He out uh, with his boo. You know what I'm saying? With his wifey. Doing his thing, being being Giz. He yeah. probably gonna eat a butt on a balcony somewhere. You know, they nasty, yo. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Chow down. You know what I'm saying? You know, he nasty like that. Shout out to A Martin. He doing his A Martin thing. You know what I'm saying? Got seven seven kids you got to look after <laughs> doing his thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dave Martin, bro. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we just got some news. Uh, I think Giz, the audio with dropped it to us in the group. And before I give the news, I just want to say this podcast 
sometimes I don't like to mention them, but this is a good time to mention them because we we don't hate, right? We don't hate them. You know what I'm saying? We don't hate at all, and we like to give props when props is due. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes they influence some of the things we do on here. I'm not even gonna lie. Sometimes when you listen, when I know when I listen to them. Sometimes whatever they said creeps out a little bit. I try not to do that. Fuck that. But they so, you know, <laughs> you know when they, sometimes they, they say some shit. It's like, oh, damn. But they take my shit. Shout out. They do. I feel like they, remember they in the beginning, hold up. Before we, and before we named them, remember we thought in the beginning they were stealing our shit? Bro, they was. I feel like they was. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> like, were. I mean, it we was a big coincidence. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah, it was a coincidence. They had some shit we talked about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we used to come out before this Like in the same podcast. way we talk about it, though. That's, that's the thing. That was strange. It was a strange moment in time. It was like a Melania, Michelle Obama type situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for a band. You know <laughs> it was like, oh, well, that sounds very familiar there. You feel me? But shout out to the Joe Budden podcast, if you don't know. Okay, yeah. shout out to them. Because they just got a bag. I don't know how big. But a bag nonetheless. Yeah, because yeah. they were the way they were talking, you know what I'm saying? That they've been, you know, turning down <clears throat> excuse me, turning down ads left and right, turning down companies left and right left and right. You know what I'm saying? Giving them offers and shit. And I guess this fit fit the criteria. You know what I'm saying? They were Spotify exclusively now. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Shout out to that. Yeah. Big news. Big news. They always, and I, I kind of felt something was going on. I remember one of the episodes, they was talking about how Apple, they were shitting on Apple. And before they actually, before they even brought that up, I was, I never even thought about this. But like Apple was just like, Apple doesn't give you any statistics. You know what I'm saying? Apple doesn't really, they just like, oh, here, podcast, put it out here. Boom. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really want to shit on Apple too much because it makes it easier to get out our content. Yeah. Most definitely, and listen to and like listen to content too. But they did bring up a point where it's like, all right, we got these podcasters, and they're we're there, we're you know what I'm saying, doing this for what, for free, you know, coming out of our own, well, Uncle Buck's own pocket. <laughs> 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 we're all putting our own time into it. Time is money. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like they're not really. Offering anything to the podcasters, it's kind of for, they had a for point. All the creativity. Yeah, for all the creativity and all that. So they had a. I feel like they had a point to it because they are, but they, you know, same platform. They are giving us a platform to put it out. But I saw his point of view, and um, but we all think since they made this deal and they made this, where, where do you think the podcast game is going? I think it shows that there's something to reach for. You know what I mean. Um, it shows that it's possible for you to get what you're worth. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like with anything, you got to put in the groundwork first anyway before you can get to the money. And, like, I've been a firm believer that we shouldn't just jump at any advertising offers we get. Yeah. But, like, their move helps further cement that. Like, you don't have to accept every ad to end up with a bag. Facts. So... I definitely appreciate that. I don't know what it means for the podcast game outside of it shows us what's possible. But, I mean, that's a good thing, all in all. I think it gives a little motivation. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Giz, the audio whiz. Me and B. Prince was talking about it. It put a little bit of fire under his ass. You know what I'm saying? Thank God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I always love when everyone's on the same page. Uh, but, yeah, like, 
Uncle Buck, what you think? Like, what do you think is going to take uh, the podcast? Is this good? Is it? Is it like doesn't really matter? But how do? But how do you feel? What do you think this does? Uh, I, I think it is big news. You know, um, especially when you're looking at a hip hop artist yeah. and the platform that he would go ahead and like put his content out. Same kind of concept. Him doing a show with like you know his friends, uh, talking about like adventures, mixing in with uh, what was it like? Just like interviews. Him using his industry contacts. Uh, what were they like over like a hundred and fifty episodes in before this deal came around? Hundred seventy. Yeah, so seventy something. Yeah, there you go. Um again, putting in the hard work, uh showing like there is like a audience. He did like that slow burn, if you will. Yeah, definitely. And now, um, if I'm not mistaken, the new deal saying like uh two times a week he's gonna be dropping episodes. I think Yeesh, but- that like I don't know how much they're getting paid, but they must be getting paid a lot to move from one episode a week to two to having to do two bro they're doing finding content for that they're doing two episodes plus they're doing the videos and all you know they got the mm-hmm. videos for both yeah. that's a lot of content they putting out it's a lot but we had that that machine behind you to go ahead and kind of like push the product and everything i mean and then let's be clear about like where uh, spotify spotify's position it was already making like uh waves as far as like actually being rated the highest i think in terms of like yeah. uh, music platforms right they're trying to make more inroads and not necessarily go head to head with apple but kind of carve out their own niche if you will um because no one's ever going to be like a, a apple per se right you know so that shouldn't be the mission we we need to go ahead and create like um, a new platform and i guess this is their way of doing it putting a focus on pa- podcasting along with you know, the music and the playlist that they typically come out with. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like they were already the top streaming service. They're, yeah, exactly. Like, That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to be Apple as a, as a company, mm-hmm. as an organization, but... Oh, you're oh, you saying Spotify is the top yeah. streaming. Okay. But Spotify, yeah, Spotify can is. kill, kill the, the streaming game. You know yeah. what I mean? So they're just adding more, you know, bullets to their uh, clip. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, they were the highest rated, I think, like, out of all the streaming platforms between, like, a, um, if you look at Apple, Tidal, uh, SoundCloud, things of that nature and stuff, Spotify typically comes out on top. Yeah, the most subscribers, I think. Mm-hmm. So, with that, which is wild. do y'all think, because I kind of think that, now knowing this information, that Apple might look at that and be like, hmm, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they might see what Spotify is doing with the podcast game. You know what I'm saying? Because Joe Budden, they're not going to be the last. You know what I'm saying? They're going to start getting, start giving. I think they're going to start doing this more and more deals for other popular podcasts. And then they're going to get the streaming game down packed. And then Apple's going to be like, we need to get part of this stream. We, we're Apple still, but it's still a competition at the end of the day. I think they're going to, they're what, worth a trillion dollars now? Yeah. They yeah. can spread that out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can spread they're the not, wealth. They're not going to pay every podcast, but yeah. I can see No, them, not everyone. I can but, see yeah. them paying for exclusive rights to certain podcasts. Like, hey, I'll give you X amount of dollars to keep your podcast here and don't take it any, you can't put it anywhere else. I can see them doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I think typically you will see like uh, more popular ones sign on with like maybe like a Westwood one or podcast yeah. one or something like that, but the actual streaming service. I think we would need to see like more popular ones go in that direction. I mean, one, you know, you may stand back and obviously you take a nose, but you may not necessarily flinch per se. But if if Button Show starts, you know, doing what I think everybody believes it can do, you know, under that with that machine behind it, let alone you see a handful of others kind of follow suit, and again, they're starting to get more traction. Yeah, then you're going to start seeing bidding wars, which I think is a good thing. You know, as a whole, for like the podcast yeah. industry, competition is a good thing. 
yeah. right? Versus just like there's one game in town and that, you know, at that point, things are being dictated more so to you versus you kind of moving the needle yourself. Yeah, like Apple's always been aware of podcasts. Like I remember mm-hmm. I had an old iPod like that had podcasts on. I'm like, what the, what the hell is this podcast shit on this iPod Classic? You I remember that. I remember so that. they've kind of cornered that market since the beginning. I don't know if they invented podcasts, but they're damn near close. <laughs> no, they ain't invent. I think they gave a, a platform for them. So, and, I, and I'm trying to put the thought together. So, would it be safe to say that Joe Budden is almost like how uh, how Stern was when he first jumped over to, uh, to XM Radio? That's what they're saying. Yeah, it's similar. Making it's very waves. similar. Yeah, yeah, kind of like just being the first and really kind of like jumping out there. Is he the first though? What about Rap Radar? They, they, they exclusively the title, with title. Yeah. Are they no still, ever, are they no still doing the, are they title. still doing the podcast though? Or is it like what is it like car talk sessions, car sessions and shit like that? No, they're actually doing the podcast yeah. oh, okay. still. Because they had one with Will Smith and shit. I would almost say that really good. Spotify is still on a larger platform than Title. Oh, Title's, Title's made a lot of waves recently. Oh, yeah, I, I you know, getting their their props, but at the same time, they're still young and they're still new to the game and Compared to like a Apple and Spotify, no, Spotify I, does, is big news. Spotify just went public this year too. Yeah, there you go. What I was saying, no, what I was saying was that I think Rap Radar was like the first podcast to, to be like, yeah, just yeah. be exclusive because all that shit, I see what you're saying. all that shit is exclusively on title, and then they'll put it out maybe like a week or two on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come. They used to be on Apple. I remember that. Yeah. Now they exclusively on title. That's it. I didn't even miss it. I hate his laugh. <laughs> oh, Elliot. <I'm> <laughs> I got an annoying laugh too. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, know what it is. but yeah. Elliot's is a little worse. But, <laughs> but I'll take that. Yeah, but Elliot. I guess the fuck big, out of here. The biggest difference is I think Joe Budden has a bigger platform compared to Rap Radar. Yeah. yeah, even though they were on like Apple and again like getting that exclusive deal, you're talking about like a, a plat- platinum artist solo. He's part of like a super group, you know, that's known. He's he has. A TV platform from loving hip hop and stuff. Um, yeah, that he's, complex show, which was just hot. Yeah, well, you know, you, know, you got year. everyday struggle. I mean, you got like he, he's plastered everywhere, media wise. You know, when it comes to certain things, and then you're signing an exclusive deal, so you already have a following. Obviously, let alone like, can you had that machine behind you, kind of driving a little bit more, help you, you know, define your brand a little bit more specifically for the podcasting game. I think that's big, yo. Is Joe Budden a better rapper or was he a better media guy? He's good at both. Yeah. I have to What's he better up, at? Let's get let's get into it. Let's get into it. What is he better at? Is he a better rapper? Is he a better media dude? Me personally, it's I don't tough. lean either way. It's like tough. I I think he's I think it's he's right there, kinda like even kill. Podcast sake, tough. let's pick you, one. You know I used to listen to like mood music too, all the guys. Oh yeah, you down. really got me hip to Joe Button like, way he early, was, early. He was nice. So like all right, are we talking about later Joe Button? Like I'm talking about the overall. latest CDs and shit, or just I'm overall? just talking about overall from beginning mm-hmm. to end. From, I don't know. From you first. I'm gonna I'm go rapper because media is still to be seen. Like, right now, this year, he's making a ton of moves. I think he signed a deal with Revolt for himself to do shit there. Yeah, you got, Oh, yeah, he got a TV he show got, on Revolt. Yeah, he got a show on Revolt. Coming he up. Signed this, he got this Spotify deal. He did Everyday Struggle Left. Yeah. Didn't hurt him. It's it's close, but right now, I'm going to say rap. I can kind of see that. You're talking about, like, longer track record. What, um, 
203 yeah, he was out since he came out um, versus over the past, what, let's maybe four years that he's been let's doing like that. the media rounds and stuff like let's that? Let's just say roughly five. Let's five. just say five. Give it a okay. Um, I guess rapper. But actually, he was on Hot 9-7 when he was a rapper, too. He actually used to do well, shows on Hot 9-7 you know and shit like that. You know what? Let me take it back. I actually go back. To, I, I'll stick with my original comment. I think it's about even just because even though he's new to the media game and stuff like that, the fact that he's so polarizing, right? And, you know, he people gravitate to what he says, whether you agree with it or not. He he grabs your ears, mm-hmm. which says something. That's what you want. You want people to go ahead and tune in, whether they like you or they tune in just to go ahead and hate on you. The fact that they're tuning in, that's the most important thing, right? Most definitely. So the fact that he, he's able to master this in such a short amount of time, you got to give him crazy. credit for it. I think that's why my answer, I think he's a better media <clears throat> personality. Cause like, he had bars. He, no, no, no. He had <laughs> bars. He had but it didn't bars, take him nowhere. But he had. <laughs> that's businessman. You said was he a better rapper or rapping? Rap a rap, rapper's rap. Yeah, he can rap. <laughs> he wasn't the best businessman. His talents as a rapper. I, I don't think he was the best businessman then. Okay. As a rapper. But what about this is business? I well, said as a rapper. Oh, as a rapper. I mean, he yeah, signed a deal. Yeah, you know being I mean? an artist versus a businessman are two different things. Like with the artistry, you know, his first album did what it did. You know, that's what got him noticed, right? Um, coming up, what was it? He got derailed when he developed. Was it a polyp on his throat or something like that? I think. Something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know it was a medical condition that kind of derailed him for a little bit. Um, and again, you would have thought that with that monster, like what Def Jam was at the time and stuff behind you, you would think that he'd become a big star, especially with all the other people on the label, like Jay-Z and all of them on the label at the time. It just didn't work out. Pump It Up was huge, though. And yeah, that's a good point, though. He was signed to Def Jam, but like you're depending on other people to make your shit happen at that point. Mm-hmm. Podcasting, media, it seems like he's taking all this Again, into his own hands. Which is why I think he's a better media person because when all that happened, Joe Budden was doing Joe Budden TV. He was doing all, but he was the first, like for real, he the one that's been, he kind of started the whole social media thing of being like putting your whole life out there. He had Joe Budden TV. He was always putting out on World Star and YouTube and shit. I remember them. You know what I'm saying? He was recording everything, recording to Harry all the time and the fights. He was recording the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, he recorded all that. Recorded when Slaughterhouse first got together and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? When you thought Joe Budden was down and out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He hopped on the fucking camcorder and showed you what was going on. Like, look, I'm Joe fucking Bunnett. Pump it up, ain't fucking, ain't fucking working no more. <laughs> like, got this shit in my throat, whatever the fuck y'all just said. So I'm gonna just let y'all in on this. He's showing you his life and all this. That's media. It wasn't like big as it was, as it is now, but that's still part of media. You know what I'm saying? Showing you everything. That's why I think he's better, better media man than a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I see your point, man. Yeah, I see it. But yeah. <laughs> but, but no. yeah, yeah. that move yeah, music yeah, yeah but uh no. but no it's not he, my initial he made mood music he was moody hey, <laughs> but he went from mood music to lit now he lit he lit yeah he ain't moody at all now no ain't nothing to be mad at man i'm trying to be like that i feel like you gotta play some pump it up man for joe button though. hold on let me play this real quick because <laughs> that nigga getting money, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. We're gonna play Pump It Up too, because Fifty might take this from us. <laughs> Let me look that up. Pump It Up. 
I no, this feels so weird looking this shit up on my phone. All right, yeah, let's go ahead and stop this. <laughs> and then go to this. Yeah. That's the one. Hold up, hold up, Joe. Don't let don't hey clear this for us. Come on, man. We trying to give you some praise. Trying to pump you up. <laughs> Get it? No? I'm here. I got you. <laughs> You're like, it's not that, it's not that dense. Just Blaze gave him that fire. Yeah, he did. That's why Jay-Z had to take it. But you're, you're, um, didn't Jay, no, just admitted that he originally gave this beat to Jay. Jay didn't want it, so he gave it to Joe. Joe did what he did with it, and then Jay heard it. It was like, oh, now I want to get on it. So yeah, he did a yeah, remix, yeah. and then Joe hacked it back. And then Jay, yeah, he called, that's when he called <laughs> Joe Sean Bradley and shit. That was fucked up. Actually, Beanie Siegel was supposed to get on this too, I think. Like, Joe, I mean, I think it was like just hey, shop, Be- shopping this around. Beanie would have fucked this joint up. He ain't like it, though. Buster Rhymes was on the uh, unreleased remix. <laughs> Shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, I think we can stop this, though. Yep. Enough, enough succussation. Sucking things. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. You feel me? And, uh, say Apple. If you want to, you know, show what y'all that you really care about Spotify, there's a brand new hot spanking podcast out there that's titled This Ain't No Podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful name. You know, mm-hmm. it, I think it's very like, you know, against the industry type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the punk rockers used to do. This ain't the this ain't no podcast. Fuck y'all. And we'll gladly take the bag. And we'll Please. gladly take we'll it. Gladly take the bag. Please. At any time. <laughs> just so. <laughs> if you want to spread out that trillion dollars that y'all making, you know what I'm saying? Just trickle that over to the podcast section. We're here. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck is tired of being our only sponsor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got two kids that gotta take care of. <laughs> He's taking care of us. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of that, you don't feed us no more either. I don't like that, Joe. I haven't been cooking lately, man. <laughs> we hungry. <laughs> we hungry, man. We need something to eat. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Joe. Like man. I said, we hungry. <laughs> we hungry. Shout out to them, man. You know, Joe be always talking about Nikki and shit. I think uh I think that shit is warranted now. Nikki Nikki's fucked up in the game right now, yo. Yeah, you I think was, I was watching the MTV Awards though, and she was performing and shit. She got the one song and I'm like, this ain't on the album. What the fuck song is this? This shit crank. She, she killed was, the performance. It was the Fifi, though. Oh, it was Fifi? Yeah, it ain't yeah. her song, but that shit go. Fifi is tough. That you see, shit go. You see that uh, meme was going around? They said that she looked like Rikishi. Uh, oh, she her did. ass, oh, yeah. <laughs> she did, though. That ass looked crazy. That's why I think, you know, that's why I'm kind of, why she talk about Safari and fucking Tiger, yo? Like, her ass ain't made out of fucking fix a flat. You know what I'm saying? We was talking about offline, like uh, I told you, that's the pot con the kettle black right there. <laughs> yeah, A hairline versus your entire body. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, stop the hairline shaming first and foremost. Okay, I would love a crisp new hairline. I think anybody. <laughs> Uncle Buck yeah. would kill a per- will kill a man <laughs> for a brand new hairline. Listen, I've, been, I've been gleaming since the late twenties. <laughs> Wasn't my choice. <laughs> gleaming, gleaming. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody need a lineup, man. Everyone, if you can get a fresh lineup, you know what I'm saying? Just a fresh, just like that shit, just come like here, like to your fucking come nice and low. It's just not. It's just straight. You gotta wear like sunglasses to look at it. It's so fucking crisp. 
Listen, you know what I'm saying? When I when I had hair, I remember the feeling right deep down my soul, like. I was the shit. You could not tell me nothing when I had a fresh shape. Oh, yeah. man. When you, when you feeling like that right now across the table. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> it ain't the same. It's an older one. It's an older one, though. When you, it ain't the same. I'm losing my head, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't, ain't you the same. You get out from your barber's chair. You know, he strain you out, get you all, you know, get you looking good and stuff. Man. As soon as you stand up, it's almost like Superman. You kind of look up and you feel like the wind blowing. And you the feel cape. like women at your feet. Exactly. <laughs> Chest all puffed out and you kind of look, look off in the distance. Man, I feel every when I used to get my hair cut, I just yeah, I used to feel like I could get away with any fucking thing, yo. Exactly. I could get away with murder. Like I could slap your mother. <laughs> like I could just walk up to a random dude, slap his mother, and he would dab me up and say, "Yo, that is a crisp cut you got there." <laughs> <laughs> like so, if I had the means to go ahead and get that feeling again, I'd probably it. do it. So I don't blame Safari for going ahead. <laughs> or Tiger. Or Tiger. Tiger got dreads now. He done, Bruh, he done showed he, he off took, so much. He, he took it to another level. <laughs> he done showed off so much. Fetty, he got dreads. Fetty Wap was the first one to do it, though. He got extensions to get fucking cornrows. He went from a fade to extensions to, the next to day. dreads the next day. Like a full head of dreads. We really let him go with that, too. I don't think I did. I feel like I talked about that shit. <laughs> I mean, everyone talked, but it's like now it's, he... People just let it ride, like, dog. You got, you know, <laughs> you got extensions in yeah, your head. That's not cool. And he still got them. You know what I'm saying? You can see the I way ain't they... seen Fetty Wap in a while. Well, I was about to say that it's Fetty Wap at the end of the day. So I guess they were like, you know, you too busy having kids. That motherfucker, yo, he he fucks. <laughs> <laughs> he fucks. <laughs> hey, got that thing. Hairline. You know. But shout out to yeah, Nikki fucking fuck Nikki for hairline shaming, yo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If I had twelve racks sitting around <laughs> that I ain't using. I have five hairlines in the closet, in the closet ready to go. Hanging bro. up like hats. One for every one for every occasion, bro. Or nah, nah, nah. Better yet, like razor blades, nigga. Like oh, yeah, shit. you shave, you throw that shit away. Oh, you wear that shape up one time, throw it away. One time wear. If you, I had that much bread. It could be almost like the hats, like you remember starter hats? Yeah. It could be like that. Oh, man. You have like the little lines on the side of one. <laughs> it will be like new era. You got the sticker on that. <laughs> shit. Bro, I think we got another. knows fresh. Then we got another business. You know how the cleaners are like uh, the carry out sells white tees and shit. Oh, you don't you do it. Carry out that sell white tees. Did, don't you say it. Don't you say it, yo. Honchos, <laughs> chicken grits, fish, biscuits, and shape ups. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> After you get after you eat dinner, you go back in the back yeah. in the shape. Like, like we get <laughs> we can have the white tees next to the cases with the shape ups in them. Yo, what the fuck? Or actually, actually, you get your shape up while you wait for your food to be made. Oh, oh that's oh wow, that's that's. Oh, you talking about having a barber? I'm talking about having like physical shape ups that you can just put on your head, strap on your head. That's what I'm talking about. Strap, strap and go. That's what I'm talking about. Like you place your order and you go in the back, get your shape up. You sit down, <laughs> just fresh it down. Just put it down. And just, just, just place it on, it on your head because you will need time to go ahead and pick out the right shape up for your body. Yeah, the, man. The contour your head. What shape up? Would you like the Jalen Rose or would you like the <laughs> you want to see where the see where <laughs> you know what I'm saying Jalen Rose bought his hairline that shit is too crisp yo I'm sorry no bullshit that shit is too crisp that man is 50 not 50 how old is he 40 something old as shit yeah like, nah, not old as shit he's, he's not that old he's like mid 40s no, yeah he has to be or early 40s 44 45 no, at least 
It's not old, but I feel like his hairline should be oh, getting some be, type of it's hit. It's not old, yo. but it's older compared to like old enough not to have a lineup like that. like your shape up is fresher now than your twenties. <laughs> like it's not. he was bald in fucking college. No bullshit. He was. <laughs> now he got the Christmas hairline in the game, yo. Like him and C Web. Like where, where's this hair coming oh, from? C Web <laughs> been buying hairlines since the early two thousands, yo. That nigga was bald since for like the early nineties. Then got a bush. In fucking Sacramento, no she came bald again, and now he got like a crisp fade. Get out of here! Man, Must be nice. That, I don't know how that's happening, man. Come on, it, you, we know how it's happening. He's buying that thing. <laughs> you think <laughs> niggas out here buying waves too? Yes. Sometimes yeah. I see niggas waves. I'm like, what the Hold fuck? On. You got to see. There's this. Uh, I was gonna shout out the murdering page, but don't shout out them. No, we don't not shout out them. Yeah, no. Sorry that took us the last. Time. But they promote this this uh. They promote, I don't know if it's a barber or something, but they had a dude, his head was fucked up, patchy, bald spots, all this, right? You know how it does like the little dramatic, like the little yeah, sound, and then goes the to the next, sound. the magical sound, and goes to the next uh, scene. This motherfucker had waves swimming. He fucking placed, it looked like a rug. <laughs> like, he put that shit on, you feel me? Bro, he bought that shit. He bought that, that shit. That proves it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like Beijing waves and shit, though. That shit was crazy. And I'm like, what if it rained? What if you dance too hard? That shit just popped up. I thought up. the same, I asked uh, Mac about the Beijing shit. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I heard Ross in the beach in Beijing. He was like, yeah, I got some right here. He showed me that shit. It's hair. Mm. The Beijing shit is hair in a little bottle or whatever. Oh, it's actual hair. It's real hair. I might have to holler at him. So they like, <laughs> it'll take a lot. <laughs> oh, shit. He had a little bottle. I don't know. <laughs> you gonna see Uncle Buck with the Carlos Boozer joint? <laughs> yeah, he had a he had a little bottle. That's another dude that bought a hairline. Well, actually, no, that, that no, really was. he bought paint. Hey, <laughs> he people, bought a spray paint. People buying hairlines. Why? Uh, what's his name? Charlie Vill- Charlie Villanueva. Why ain't buy no eyebrows? That's yeah. a good. I don't know. It's probably harder to get eyebrows. You know? like, then, <laughs> to get them in small packages like that. And, see, and, I, and I'm bald, but Boozer had like the head rolls. You know how it is? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Shane creases. Shane yeah. Battier type of head. He had it on yeah. his top of his head, though. He had the Nerf head. Didn't we talk about his head before on here? Forgot what I called it. Who? Shane Battier? Shane Battier. It was something funny as shit. I wish I could remember. Like, he had speed bumps on his shit. Yeah, it was, it was something. But all right. Not a nice headline talk. <laughs> I want to get to Nikki and why the fuck she's clearly having a breakdown in front of our eyes. Yeah, and right in front of our eyes. You know what I'm saying? Because like Charlemagne was talking about gave a donkey of the day, and he kind of he was having a point like it being a sore winner, right? Because mm-hmm. album went number two in the country. Yeah, when is that bad? It's never bad. I guess you feel some type of way that it was Travis. Uh, Travis Scott second week being out and he was still number one. Maybe she was salty about that. Yeah, but this yeah, I'm glad you said his second week because it was like she kept saying he kept selling these bundle packs and shit. But it's like, okay, what about the first week though? Yeah, his first week numbers killed her. First yeah, week. like yeah. all right, so his first By week numbers compare the first week numbers to the set to your first week numbers. He still would have blew you out the fucking water. No bundle pack. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No bundle pack. No Brazilian, whatever type of... <laughs> all that pack. Packs and whatever. Hey, it just means you step your game up. I don't even think she's... Her game is down. I don't I just, think she's... Something going on with her. She needs to realize Travis Scott's just the bigger artist right now. 
that's what it is. It comes down to that cut and dry. It has nothing to do with talent either. He's just a bigger artist. Right yeah. now. You can take talent out of the equation. You may not like Nicki's album, but when you buy it, you haven't heard it yet. You know what I mean? So I don't think talent has anything to do with it. He's just bigger. Yeah, I mean, I think she's, I think she's definitely the better rapper. Um, yeah, definitely. But she's just not in that space no more. You know, um, pressure from like trying to be like this. So she's not just a hip hop artist. She's trying to become like a, a, a media mogul, an entertain, um, like an overall entertainer, whatever you want to call it, just because she's branched out in so many different spaces. But with that comes pressure. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, I got to go ahead and beat this for hip hop. But at the same time, I'm trying to get in this movie. I got to go ahead and look this way so I can go ahead and maybe get on the show. I want, I'm trying, you know, go ahead and get on this particular line. That's a lot of pressure, you know, and then trying to take care of everybody, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can see the breakdown happening, especially if you don't have the right team around you to go ahead and kind of like keep you on track with everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, somebody got to tell her, like, can you? Calm the fuck down. Like, you're not. She keeps acting like she's losing. Like, one, I don't think she's losing. Uh, you're in I, that position to even have those options in the first place. Yeah, so you're not losing. Like, you're not losing, period. But do I think. I, first of all, I, I like Nikki, but, like, I know her music ain't for fucking me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, not at all. I know her music ain't for me. So, like, I'm not, I'm not her core audience. But I just from the outside looking in, you know what I'm saying. I know she can be a rapper. I know I know she's a good rapper and she can make good music. She got music that you know that I do like. Oh, I hear it whenever. But this attitude shit gotta go, yo. Like I know she likes to say if if I was a man, you guys would respect me. No, if you was a man, you we would also be like this nigga's wildin'. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like why are you acting like we just like good people. Like that, we just the, she's not acting like a good person. Yeah, like <laughs> in general, people just like good people. At the end of the day, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, some people talk shit, but then they like even even Floyd Mayweather talks fucking shit, but he'll be humble too at the same time. Like you see him boxing like after a fight, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, my opponent, you know, he was, he did his thing tonight. You know, he's like fifty and no, you still see him be like, yeah, he put on a good show after the fight, yeah, after yeah, all the a, antics. He's a, he's a very he's a very tough competitor. Yeah, you know, even after all the shit, antics yeah. and shit, he's like, yeah, he's a tough competitor. He put up a good fight, blah 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 blah. Money team go count as two hundred million dollars <laughs> after the day, <laughs> or something that? more similar. Um, I remember back in '99 how uh, Diddy was gearing up for a second album release. Everybody expected him to go ahead and top the charts, right? He ended up coming in second that week just because an artist, a young artist at the time named Christina Aguilera also dropped. That was her debut album at the time. She actually finished number one. Mm. Everybody knows about Diddy's work ethic, but they also know about his ego. It's even bigger. He did not shit on her one bit. It was just more so like, oh, okay, she got it this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just kind of kept it moving and just did his own thing. He never once badmouthed her. You know, it was just like she just happened to come, you know, come in. She did what she did, and that was it. I'm a had to make the most of what my situation is. Because in the day, I'm still Diddy. Yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, she's still Nikki. And, and that's what I mean. I think it's but, a, a, a similar situation. She's just handling it poorly. Yeah, but she doesn't. She, the way we're like, yo, you're still Nikki, she doesn't see that. For some, like, bitch, you're, you're Nikki. You know what I'm saying? You're going to wake up tomorrow and be Nicki Minaj. The next day after that, you're still going to be Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? I think she see Cardi B coming. 
And then again, she's so all, she, all, she always references her like I write my raps and shit like that. Like I feel like it's something to that. But again, competition is good. Yeah, you only talking about like one fucking artist versus nervous because like uh, it's never that many female rappers out at one time. Like it's rare. The most was so, in the nineties. Yeah, like and they embraced can, it. They, yeah. they they were like, I'm yeah. gonna prove I'm the top. I feel the like the fact a, that someone else is coming around and giving you a go where this was you and only you for at least like a handful of years, that proves to me that maybe you're not really built for this. You you talented, but you're not built for this particular industry. I think we talked about before, she may need to go the flow rider right route. She yeah. needs to become a pop rapper and just focus solely on that. Yeah, I'm with that. I agree. And she just needs to make music she wants to make. Stop getting as long as it sounds like flow rider stuff. Because we're telling her she needs to make flow rider music. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I mean that if is she wants lane. to make that. She should do that. But I'm, I'm just she, saying if she wants to rap any rap, <laughs> I think she should. Currently, like it just seems that like it just seems like she's just not making what the fuck she wants to make, yo. Like she's but they're just putting her in the booth. Like, hey, you need to make an album. Go and get get in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's not being creative with it. Like, she, she's not helping make the concepts or nothing. She's just like, hey, you, you, Nikki, Cardi got this album. You've been pushing your shit back for this long, so just get in there and make something. This is what the kids like, so this is what you're going to make. God damn it. Go in there with Sway Lee and make Chun Sway, whatever the fuck. <laughs> you got Chun Lee, but we're going to call this one Chun Sway yeah, anyway. Make fuck Chun Sway. I think it's hard and only like a handful have been successful about making tr- the transition from being when they first dropped their album, debut album, I'm hard, you know, I did this in the streets, I did that, you know, whatever the case may be, to when they do find success, still remain relevant and trying to find that balance to their core audience while still catering and trying to continue to build and harness that new audience. Yeah. You know, that's a fine art and I think that's what she's struggling with ultimately. You know, like, how do I do that? You know, and, and being comfortable with that, too. That's I think mm-hmm. that's another key point. Obviously, Jay-Z might be the most successful, you know, at doing that, you know. But then other artists that, you know, you can say this relevant, whether you agree, like his album or not. The fact that um, Nas has been out for over 20 years and he's still in the conversation speaks to that. The Scarfaces. Um, hell, even um, it has been a few years, but LL, you know, people like that made those transitions and they were still respected for it. I think she's having a problem with not being, I guess, her her perceiving respect differently than maybe what she's accustomed to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, does yeah. that make any sense? Yeah, I get you. 100%. I definitely got you. All those people you listed did it effortlessly, though. Like, they lasted effortlessly. And right now, she's seeming like she's trying. Like, yeah. Like, really trying. Yeah, like, as you grow, at least with me personally, I don't expect you to go ahead so be talking about the streets you shouldn't if you making money the way that in some of the other songs that she talk about and stuff why would you still be in the streets that's dumb you yeah. know but i think there's still a way to kind of cater to your core audience to kind of talk about like hardcore shit if you're going to do that while still also maintaining your credibility and viability like hey i'm also a multi-millionaire at this point push a t i think that she sees her counterparts like the the, the women that she came up with that she grew that she grew up watching and I think it's getting to like she might, she didn't want to be that. Like we all mm-hmm. named LL, he's mm-hmm. still in the game. I think he's still rapping. No, I think he's acting. Oh, he's acting. That's now. primarily, but the fact that you, he was relevant for over twenty years—that's right, amazing. Right. That's his yeah. relevancy. Almost mm-hmm. thirty, right? 
Probably, yeah. Probably yeah. 30 now. Yeah, so, mid-80s right, on up until, yeah. yeah. 30 years LL, 20 years Nas, 20 years Diddy, 20 years J. Mm-hmm. But when you look at women, really, they kind of fizzle out after a certain point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You Nikki's see, been around for a long time, too, when you think about it. But not but 20 not years nice, yet. No, no, no. I'm, say, nice I'm saying time. that longevity. All right, we should look at Kim. Kim was in it for a while, but we don't really see nothing from her no more. I mean, she had a song with... Uh, I think it was Remy Ma. Yeah, she her and Remy Ma just came out with a song, but she ain't really musically ain't out Lil there. Kim no more. Yeah, like she ain't really musically out there she like ain't that. Lil Kim no more. Uh, you see, Missy, Missy isn't out there no more. She was hot, red hot at a certain point. Foxy Brown, she might think she still put out music, but she ain't Foxy like she used to be. I thought she was deaf. She came back. She can hear now. She good. She got. She had a little wax in there. Had to get it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She good now. So she ain't where she used like. If you want to compare the veteran female rappers to the veteran male rappers, there aren't any really still doing it. Queen Latifah is a whole actor now. You know what I'm saying? We I don't know if we told music of relevancy, but Queen Latifah. Jazz and shit. Yeah, she did jazz. She stopped doing rap and she said, fuck this rap shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, <laughs> she did. She's, she's giving it to me in that building. You and I T Y But the fact like that, you can make the argument she might be the most successful female artist. Just the fact that she had those again, those platforms to even make that transition in the first place. Oh, the queen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean she the real queen. She's been in like hit movies. Yeah. In the star of hit movies, on top of that, let alone just like having like prominent roles in like um in those films, being a successful rapper, main transition. She had a hit show. She used to have to go ahead and jump into jazz. Um, yeah, you you can make definitely the argument she might be the best, you know, one of the best. I agree. Um, yeah. and then as far as like Missy's concerned, you might make the argument that she's probably the most successful like long term as far as like just straight hip hop from what 97 when she first dropped her first album to what 2000 what was her last album 2010 2010 wasn't really that's eight years ago if you think about it so you're talking about like 12 years 11 years yeah and again um still writing and all that other Kim, of course, is Kim. Yeah, Kim is still Kim. Um, yeah, look, the, I she mean, don't look like Kim no more. Though. Yeah, that, she don't look like Kim. That's what I was trying to get to. That ain't Kim no more. She ain't. She don't look like Kim. But uh, what was her last album? She looks melted. Last <laughs> album, I don't know, La Bella Mafia. That definitely wasn't. Her last. That I was in like sixth one. grade and shit. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was young as shit. No, she came she, out. She released one right <laughs> when she was the going. Magic stick. La, and shit. Yeah, La yeah. Bella Mafia. No, she released one right when she was getting locked up. The Naked Truth. Okay. Um, was that when Put Your Lighters Up? Was that the same album? That mm-hmm. was La Bella yeah. Mafia, right? Yeah. In no, New put, York, Put Your Lighters Up. Yeah, that was the Naked Truth. Oh, oh that okay. was Naked Truth. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. So what that was, was Magic that one. Stick on? That was on 50. La Bella Mafia. Oh, okay, so. oh, I thought that was 50. That was 03. Oh, that was her song. Okay. Yeah, that was 03. Not going to sing that one. <laughs> and Naked Truth was like 07. Mm. But, um. And then she just been putting out singles and shit, I think. Exactly. Okay. Or like. Mixtapes or whatever, but that's what that was my original point. Like, I don't think I think Nikki is just all this pressure is on her and shit. She can't handle it. She don't want to be like the next. She don't want to just fizzle out. She wants to be like a Madonna type shit. She wants to be that type. She wants to be iconic. And that's rap shit. Her, you think it also has something to do with Drake being as big as he is, and they came in at the same time yeah. and was on the same level for so long, but now it's like Drake's uh, a pastor. Huge gap. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't think so. I think she's still big though. Like she, 
Drake is Drake is big, but she's still like not like I don't think she's too far away. I don't think Nicki's too far away from Drake. I mean, Drake no. status, nah. Right now, really. Cardi to me is the best female artist. But in terms yeah. of like overall history, I mean, Cardi's nowhere near Nicki right now. Cardi needs to release a few more albums, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. to kind of be on that platform. I don't know if that's good enough for Nicki, but. I think she needs to take sauce in that. And I, and I guess the time frames that we we're talking about just now, it seems like she's on average with some of the best female artists of all time. If you're talking about what, uh, 2009 to 2010 when she released her debut, mm-hmm. 2018, so eight years in. And it's still finishing in the top two, you know, in terms of like releases. I think it's still, that says something, especially in today's this, day and age. Moral of the story, she got you. I just wonder why she. What the fuck did Travis even do? Like that nigga just put out his, his albums. <laughs> like, all right, it's his second week. He wants to push the album sales. Like, all right, I want number one again. Is that <laughs> the just, fuck? I don't think it's him. It's more so like, let me spin a narrative that makes me look a little bit better given the circumstances. Right, but what's the point? Like, no, I feel like no one would have said anything. Like, if you just kept it humble, like, I came in number two. You could have been like, if you if you spin it that way, your fans would be like, yeah, Nikki had the number two. Like they'll be like, number two is good. Make number two look good. Okay, that's all she had to do. Make number two look good. Don't go over there and shit on him when you're <laughs> no, the one that's number two. Number two, you know what I'm number two is the first loser. Okay, so Ain't first to last. You shouldn't be number two. <laughs> I'm not going to advocate for being number two. But you got to be a graceful loser. <laughs> well, shout out to That's Ricky Bobby's is. father. He said, legit. <laughs> he said, no, what's wrong with being second? Shoot, you can even be third. <laughs> even but that fourth. was, that was, <laughs> but that was after, even be fourth. <laughs> that was after he said, if you're not first, you're last though. Yeah, but he was drunk when he said it. <laughs> And he was like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> he, he was, was like, drunk then, too. He said, that, that yeah, was, he was dumb. He, he said, drunk what do you mean you could be first or last? You could be second? You could be third? <laughs> Shit, you could even be fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby was hurt. He said, what? <laughs> I lived my whole life going in that, going in that saying. He said, shoot, you could even be fourth. <laughs> and then Nikki even made friends again with uh, Flex. Going on his uh, show that, and yeah. you know just venting and shitting on Safari and just like just everything just venting. Is it just Flex is a cornball, yo? Is that I just me? So. I think it's not a, just you. It's me too. I think so. Yeah, sometimes he comes across like a like a bitter old man, right? Like bitter um, New York man. But when it, he comes off bitter, but when you pull up to the station and when he want that interview, he's all like, man. <laughs> Welcome, how you doing? Welcome to the, oh man, <laughs> yeah, man, oh man, how you been now? He's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, Flex, you was just talking shit. He was just talking shit to Nick about Nicki. Now they all good. They that's, keep that's what I mean. Like, and I grew up listening to Flex, right? You know, but Dang. now it's just like, like, but the shit like a while back when he was saying all that shit about Tupac, you know, and then just like, He's just lying. everybody. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. weird. They worship him. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was very weird. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, shouldn't diss the dead like that. That motherfucker. Yeah, that video he was dissing Tupac. It was like on stage talking about how he died and shit. <laughs> like, like you know, the man's dead. You talking about him like he's fucking up the street? You feel me? Like he up the block? Like he ready to go? He's dead. But yeah, that was weird. That whole interview. And then, but um, you gotta get. I think you gotta get Travis's props though. That was a good ass album. Yeah, it was. I think you gotta stop. He stop deserves the number one for all them weeks for sure. Man, can I play something? Work of art, man. I'm gonna play something. 
from uh let's talk about Travis's shit though. Uncle Buck didn't hear it. I know he didn't. I still haven't listened to it. Hey, don't play don't play Stargazing. Play uh what are you about to play? What should I play? You should play fucking coffee bean. I was about to play coffee bean. You mother give some dab, yo. Yep. You son of a <laughs> gun, yo. <laughs> you know, it's a different type of vibe. I love coffee bean. Because one, I didn't know Travis could be regular in a song without the, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, with the ad-libs and shit. That was cool, yo. Let I think see. it's the ad-libs that throw me off about him. I love the ad-libs. When you high, yo, them shits come out of nowhere. They come. <laughs> You're like, oh shit. See, I'm not high, I'm drunk. Straight up. Got a little coffee bean in your life. We're going to rate this album, too. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm ready to do that. I'm Man, I'm happy for him, man. For yeah, sure. Be- I mean, his last album was good, too. It didn't get its due. It didn't get its just due. I don't think he put out a bad album yet. Nah, he hasn't. He you know hasn't. I don't think he put out a bad he's, album yet. He's finally getting what he's been working for. That's kind of a theme of this episode. Like, Bud and him did 175 episodes before getting a deal. He did, what is this, album number three? Album number three. I'm going to start. We're going to start up for lovers with this song, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It got the vibe of uh, that Kanye joint. Was it 30 Hours or whatever? Where's that from? The, off of from uh, is that the new off a new album? Yeah, from the not the newest one, the one before this one. Oh, uh, uh, Life of Pablo. Yeah, it's off, on there at yeah, the end. Pablo. Who did most of the beat? He didn't do most of the beats on this one. Wasn't it like Hit Boy or something like that? I don't know. Ain't no credits these days. Right, I don't know how to check the, <laughs> the credits, but um, B Prince, uh, what you want to get into? Uh, what you like about it? Or you want to give it a rating first? What you want to do? Man, I'll get into what I like about it. Right. Um, every time I listen to it, I kind of hear something new. Like it's so many layers to this album. Um, like from different sounds or how he's using his voice on certain songs or the features and how like they're placed in the perfect places you know what i mean um i also kind of like that he didn't list the features because it I makes like it too. makes you listen yeah it makes you listen and pay more attention to it i like that um too. man it's great body of work like i said i like birds birds in the trap sing mcknight like i love that name too by the way but yeah i love that i still don't even know what that means but it don't even matter yeah Nobody it's just sound tough birds in the trap sing mcknight yeah, it's how hard no idea what that shit means. Nope. But I feel like this is even a step above that. I don't know if he has another Goosebumps on here that joined with him and Kendrick. Mm. But as a complete project, this this tops that 100%. I agree. I agree with that. Because, like, I just like different shit. You know what I'm saying? I like the different uh, vibe he came with. And, he, and, he, and Travis is good for that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, Honestly, I wanted to hear this this uh, album just to see how he was going to make it different from uh, anyone, everyone else's. Because yeah. everyone's been stealing his swag, yo. Him and Future, these mother, these are one of the motherfuckers where everyone's take their formula and do it like them or better than them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Travis just was like, "Nah, fuck that. You see, I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the pappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I started this shit. Let me show you what it, how you do it." And he came in with a different production. He switched the beat up in like the middle of it. You feel me? I know Giz doesn't like the sick mode, the sicko mode. I like how that shit went. 
Yeah, it was dope. I like the first, how you, the first time it was disturbing how it just stopped and shit. But after you listen to it again, it's like okay, yeah, I get what you were doing. I don't even. I don't. Even, the first time I heard that, I lost my mind. I thought that shit was hard. I like the second beat that came on, and Travis came on. Not that bad, not that. He loves Jamba Juice, by the way. That motherfucker kept oh, mentioning Jamba it. Juice. He loves Jamba Juice. I never had Jamba Juice though. <laughs> Me neither. I might I have had, to. Uh, what is that shit? <laughs> Tropical smoothie. Yeah. Tropical smoothie. That, that, that's my jam. That's your jam. <laughs> that's my jam. That's the bee's knees. Yeah, that, that, that's my jam. You know? But yeah, he loved. He kept mentioning. He, he mentioned Jamba Juice twice in that fucking sicko mode. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was like okay, <laughs> thirsty well, motherfucker. Kylie got him hooked on. I bet you Kylie got him hooked on Jamba Juice. Mm-hmm. I hey. bet you they drinking Jamba Juice in the fucking. We're walking we down talk, Rodeo. We talking about people, <laughs> we talking about people that got the bag. If he marries her, he got the bag. Yeah, got a baby she's already. Rich, she's rich as shit. Yeah, so I guess he got it. Yes, yeah, so he got it now. <laughs> she's, she's rich as fuck. <laughs> I forgot the number. It's some crazy amount of money she makes every like per like you break down how much money she makes per hour. It's a ton of fucking money. Shout out to all my scum niggas trapping bitches. <laughs> like shit, for I real. For, I forgot that number, but it's something fucking crazy. Quick side note. Does anybody have a problem with people trying to uh, go on? Uh, was it um, GoFundMe to go ahead and help her become a billionaire? Oh, Isn't that just like man. fucking stupid? That's mind blowing. Whoa, what? You didn't hear about that? Yeah, give me a hip. So you know how she was on the uh, cover? What was that? Forbes. Forbes, Forbes. for like you know, I come in like youngest, richest people, whatever, and like, like on the way to being a billionaire or something. Yeah. What it's yeah. So she's supposed to be in the, becoming a billionaire, right? And she's only what twenty or something, something like, that? like that. Something, yeah, yeah. but. 19, her fans apparently in an effort to help her they started GoFundMe pages to go ahead and actually raise money to help her get to a billion dollars that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life definitely the dumbest shit I was waiting for you to say psych <laughs> like, no there is no psych what the fuck it's just like so I, how much does she need to get to a billion I, I don't even I forget what it is but <laughs> It, it ain't like it's five dollars. Yeah, exactly. Right. It ain't five dollars. <laughs> it's one of those things where yeah, nine hundred ninety nine. I got you. Yeah. You feel you like you're being y'all. punked, or like you're like, am I taking fucking crazy pills? Like, is, is this the real world? That's ridiculous, yo. That's some really uh, cult type shit, though. Yeah, that's a real thing, though. Hold on, wait a minute. If y'all doing this, we're all supporters. <laughs> Hey, we need a studio. You know what I'm saying? We Bruh, need a 50, lot of shit. We I need, need cameras. I need 50 cent. That's it. Mm. I, don't, I don't need you to give me to a billion. We get, get us, give us all 10,000. I'll take an extra 10 racks. Give us all 10 racks. How about that? We're not asking for much. Uh, another another sidetrack here. Uh, who y'all think the first, y'all still think the same people are going to be the first rap billionaires? Diddy, Jay-Z. Andre, Andre, Dr. Dre, that's still y'all. Rap billionaires. Y'all I got a different bet. Yeah. 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 Kanye gonna be the first rap billionaire. Nah. Hundred percent. Yeezy's worth a billion dollars. Because of, of Kim. And he owns most of that company. I mean, he's worth a billion. He owns most of that company. So as they surpass a billion dollar valuation, because you're talking about because say, of Kim. No, Yeezy. Him by the, the, are you saying him by himself easy. can yeah. get a billion? Him by himself is going to get a billion because he nah. owns the the mo, uh, the monster share of Yeezy brand. Nah, nah, and I don't, I don't see that, that. company's already worth a billion dollars. All it has to do is make a little bit more money. And, yeah, but Diddy has plenty of shit. So, so, so but Jack. not they don't have Yeezy. People line up for them shits. Yeah, like 
all the time, and they go for two twenty five a pop. Like it's crazy. Yeah, but you got paid to get them made, and you got paid for all that other shit. He's on Adidas. Nah. Okay. I got I got Diddy. All right. Hey, I was gonna go find me. Get the fuck. This is a ridiculous show. I'm reading this right now. Damn that print small. <laughs> <laughs> This is fucking ridiculous. See, this is why. I, okay, hold on, yo. <laughs> so I don't want to. Whoever these people are doing this, I don't want to hear shit about you complaining about no type of income problems. If y'all are out here trying to get Kylie fucking Jenner to a billion dollars, you give her a GoFundMe. She's what, 18, 19? She'll get that shit in like probably five years, ten years, yo. And they're just trying to hand her. What they gonna hand her like a hundred million? Huh? What does she mm-hmm. need? Maybe she probably like a few hundred million. I think she'll to to be a fucking billionaire. Y'all telling me you can you're gonna raise? Let's say she needs four hundred million to be a uh. Because hold on, isn't Fenty what was her shit called? It's not Fenty. That's Rihanna, right? Yeah, that's Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna. Okay, so her I think shit, it's like Kylie something. Something, whatever it is, it's worth a billion something dollars. Yeah, Kylie something mm-hmm. sounds right. Kylie something. Yeah, that's that's probably a better name. Whatever. Her and name if is. that's about to make her a billionaire, Yeezy's about to be a billionaire too. It says his, his net worth is 145 million. Who Kanye? Yeah. Look up Yeezy net worth. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's Con- yeah. But look at Con- yeah, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye is 145. Brain. The brain. I'm talking about the brain. He owns like most of the shares of that shit, and it's mm-hmm. worth 1.5 billion right now. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all don't gotta hear me. Y'all don't gotta hear me. I hear yeah, you clearly. But, but remember this conversation though. Uh-huh. The top, the top headline when I look up Yeezy net worth, 145. Okay, Yeezy Brain Network. Yeezy, Yeezy Brain. We got. If you Yeezy, gotta type in all this, then that I don't means know. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote Kanye West Yeezy worth. Kanye West Yeezy Brain is reportedly worth 1.5 billion US dollars. That's the top thing that comes up. According mm. to Forbes, how much is Rock Nation worth? Nowhere near 1.5 billion. Between that title, that's all I'm yeah, saying. None of them going shits. on. Okay. Combined, plus the, the exclusive deals that he has, that Puma deal may be what makes him the most money. Now I I see what Yeezy's saying about it. He's saying he's claiming that he's going to be the highest paid person in footwear. He will hit one billion in 2018. He will hit one billion. Yeah, he's saying that himself though. <laughs> yeah, he's also he's also said a lot. Make of America. <laughs> <laughs> he also said he's Pablo. He's better than Walt Disney. He also said these things. You know what I'm saying? He's Walt Disney. He's Picasso and shit. I don't know if I could take Kanye's. Uh, where's his accountant? Well, <laughs> let's talk to his accountant. And see what's going on there. Yeah, he's saying we have 160 positions to fill by the end of the year. Yeezy will hit a billion dollars this year. It is the second fastest growing company in history. It is a unicorn on its way to becoming a decacorn. Yeah, that's a old, quote. that's an old thing from him. A older like thing from him, but yeah, it's, say, com- it's confirmed that the company has a valuation of one point five billion. A unicorn. Those are, those a are stock, stock terms. Okay. Yeah, company terms. I'm sorry, I'm not hip to that. I'm sorry. A decacorn is a startup with the value of at least ten billion dollars. Mm. A unicorn but, is a privately held startup company worth a billion dollars. I thought a unicorn was a horse with a horn in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. I was about to say technically it is, but there's no, there's <laughs> no, right. there's no real thing. So <laughs> I mean, technically, well, yeah. <laughs> this is that's a nice tangent. Hold on, yeah. let's get let's get back to the trap. Ray Travis is out for me. Eight Prince. and a half. Eight and a half. Mm. 
Easy. I like it. I, I mean, on its way to a nine. I'll say a nine. Yeah. 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 I, yeah eight and a half on the way is a nine. I'm not going to waver here. It's really good, though. Uncle Buck, you didn't listen to it. Why? Why? Tell us why you didn't listen to it, you old bastard. Because it's <laughs> Travis Scott. <laughs> That's why I didn't listen to it. Mm. Go ahead. Keep on talking. I'm going to play this while you talk. <laughs> so, so people can listen. Yeah, you go. At work. Nine to five. Somebody yep. brought it up talking about like how great Travis Scott album is. And I was like, does he have bars? Well, he doesn't so much have bars. It's just that he's a good producer. And my point was, what's being a good producer have with being like a rapper? Uh-huh. That doesn't make sense to me and stuff. Uncle Buck, this is not 1995, yo. That's what <laughs> rap is about. Like being a rapper is like rapping. You have to have bars. It's about making the. It's about having vibes. Now this man is has gives vibes. No, you know what I'm saying. So that mean, how can all you, you, So all you want to hear is lyrical miracle, lyrical. You know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. That's what you want to hear. That is part of it. That's the <laughs> definition of being an MC. Jesus Christ, having bars, no, being being now, an MC, yeah. move <laughs> the crowd. That's what an MC does. <laughs> oh yeah, the master of ceremony. Master right? of ceremonies. You move the crowd. Travis Scott moves the crowd. That's what it is. That man did his thing. And what? Uh, first of all, if you're trying, why are you trying to hear bars? Travis Scott. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, wrong, the wrong place. For I look yeah, for bars from actual rappers that call me crazy and stuff. So, so, so someone's supposed to be a rapper and then he's supposed to be at the top. I'm like, okay, maybe he's spitting something. He's talking about a little something. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I have time to be deciphering your shit. And, I mean, Straight up. It's hard enough with Future. I need Rosetta Stone and shit, but let alone like you know all these other artists out here. I'm the grumpy old man. Like I don't, un- I hate things that I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand Travis Scott. I don't, I don't see it. What everybody else sees It's good music, good vibes. It puts you in a good place. Now, now with all those artists, yeah, the beats sound good. So maybe the producers need a lot more credit than they, you know, they're getting right now versus the actual artists. Uh, the beats are dumping. Did yeah, he, he, did he make some of these beats? Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he made he made some. He made some, but it's like yo, like you can't do what Travis. A lot of niggas try to do what Travis does. You I'm know trying to pull up some footage from his shows because the crowd be going crazy. His shows are lit. Didn't you go to one? Yeah, he didn't show up though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the Kendrick joint. Was that the one he was propelling from the sky and shit? He was supposed to. He was supposed to be riding on the bird and shit. They set up his whole stage, but then they was like, yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, Travis no. is not coming out. <laughs> Travis ain't fucking with you. He's not fucking with DC tonight. <laughs> he ain't getting on the bird but he, tonight. But he will be at Bliss tonight. They did say that, though. Oh, like, I would have felt Bliss. so disrespected. Yeah, but something happened. Like his manager, some like his bodyguard or something got shot or something. Like show must go on <laughs> get your ass on stage <laughs> hey i was pissed i was like man i love kendrick but i came here for travis i ain't coming here for kendrick <laughs> yeah we want to see him ride that bird on the Bruh, stage like, yo. <laughs> his, his performances be lit no that shit look crazy when he hopped on the fucking pigeon that shit came down like yeah. that shit look crazy as shit and uncle buck uncle bucks you're such a hater yo <laughs> i'm not i'm not hating i'm just came down on the pigeon <laughs> <laughs> on the pigeon that shit was crazy that shit looked crazy or a crow whatever the fuck that thing was gonna be oh, yeah. it was one of the birds in the trap singing mcknight like shit it was the yeah definitely the bird from the trap he's <laughs> singing mcknight <laughs> that's definitely what that shit was i give a yeah, i give his album a nine and uncle buck i give you a 10 on the hater rating you're a hater yo 
man. You just hate. You just hate how, fun music. How yo. am I hating? Because you just hate. Yeah, just grumpy. Holleration in this dance arena. Because I said I want to <laughs> hear like bars from, from people that's hating. You want to hear bars all day? Who the fuck wants to listen to bars all day? Maybe I'm crazy. That's how we. So grew when you're up. drunk. You know what I'm saying? You're in a party. Or you're anywhere. You're just trying to have a nice, fun time. What you doing, Nazir? Huh? You doing that? You doing... What you doing, fucking... <laughs> so give me some... What you doing, Eminem or something like that? <laughs> rap God. <laughs> I'm, a <laughs> rap God. <laughs> I'm a rap God. I'm a rap God. Rap. So... <laughs> so you get that, you get that scenario. Am I, am I partying all day, every day? Huh? Are you, you said, partying? You, you, said, you said at a party, what I want to listen to, right? Yeah. A party's like what a couple hours, just just what general chill times or like I don't know on the way to work, whatever the case may be. You want to hear that vibe all day, every day? Yeah, it puts me in a good mood. I don't know about you. Not me. I need some diversity in my life, so I do that. And I, and I guess that's what I'm looking at. Like there's not there's a place for that. I'm not saying there's not a place for it. Let's be clear about that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like, oh man, th- he's killing it. Like, oh man, like they're just saying all this other stuff. And I, I listen to it. I'm like, what the fuck is he saying though? And then the fact that people say like, oh, well, and they kind of dance around that particular question. It shows me like they don't even really understand. It's more so about like the beats a lot of times. Which, I, think, I think he makes good songs. He does make good songs. He's not, he's not necessarily the best rapper though. He makes great songs. Which, you know, again, like, yeah, there there's good producers bias where I think that you know there's a little bit more diversity for some of the ones that I was used to but again I can give it up to like I like Zaytoven right you know Metro Boom is good all the Zaytoven's beats actually do sound the same yeah especially Future's album but that's another conversation mm. um yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, so. <laughs> and the fact that you gotta shout yourself out on literally almost every other beat that's another conversation but why not what's wrong with that Put yourself out, yo. So Zaytoven <laughs> in the fact, shout out. Zaytoven, Zay Tiggy. So you're saying Zaytoven like two or three times over the course of what sounds like a 15 to 20 minute beat. That's cool to you. Yeah, let you know I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zaytoven, like, baby. I'm still like, here. Like the DJ uh, shout outs. DJ Bruce B. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, yo, I used to hate mixtapes. Remember mixtapes back in the day? The DJ come in, <laughs> I just, to, I used to, to hate love, that shit. I used to love holiday seasoning, like some of that shit. It was holiday season. I know, but I say season. <laughs> <laughs> seasoning. <laughs> I used to like that I just because, like, it was quick. You know what I'm saying? Or but you it got, was all throughout that motherfucker. Them bro. New York DJs, they'd come in like, yeah, yeah. I hate Clue, yeah, because they Clue, yeah, would, Clue would just drop up. Yeah. And they throw that echo on that bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> that shit just take longer. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, yo. It's shout like out this whole block. Four or five echoes. Ha ha ha. We're going to be at the 40 40. <laughs> I don't 40, even know 40. if there was any echo back then. They was just doing that shit. Themselves? Yeah. <laughs> echo. Oh, 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 oh. 125th in Harlem. Harlem. Shout out to the bodega. Tell the storm. 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 Move their mouth further away from the mic. And and the, the engineer like, sorry, I didn't catch. You got to do it again. Like, fuck. Kuminati. <laughs> New fabulous. Tell the storm. 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 Boom. Joe hey, Bud. Bud. Hey, it sounds like we got the echo machine in here right now. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, man, you know, when you broke, you gotta make shit happen. Yeah. <laughs> if we had a real echo machine, <laughs> we'd like be said, lit right now. If he was doing it, that's a lot of skill. Hey, it is. That, 
takes a lot of work, <laughs> a lot of effort. That's a lot of a tapes lot of, this nigga put out too. I was about to say, like, especially like he he wasn't no one take person. He, I can tell, <laughs> tell like ten to fifteen takes just for two. Because he said a lot. He was saying a lot in them tapes. You know what I'm saying? And then Mixtape said I had like twenty songs. <laughs> but he doing that for every song. J C C. The best DJ talker though on mixtapes is drama. He talking that shit. He don't take a, like when he does it. He doesn't take away from the music. Like he adds something to it. He adds a vibe to that shit. Yeah, he, but I, 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 I heard something he he did. I think it was the most recent shit. It did. He he lost his motivation. <laughs> yeah, he was just drum. He you know how drum used to be on there like DJ drum, Barocco drama. Like he used to mm. feel, you can feel that. Pet. Now he's just like DJ drama. Um, this is the gangster grill. You know saying he's all no, regular. This is the uh, gangster grill. Yeah, it's gangster grills. Two. This is who is this again? What rapper? Oh, okay, so yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, drum 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 Ye West. He was the drum he was cruise. the AKAs before the AKAs before the Jesus and Mero AKAs. Oh yeah. He was Drum Cruise, Drum Ye West. Mr. Thanksgiving. Mr. Thanksgiving. Speaking about this, we need more like DJs to come back with the mixtapes and kind of do that though. There's no good DJs. Yeah, like I feel like was it who was the first person that put out something called a mixtape without a DJ on it? Like was it Fab? Without a DJ? Yeah, without one. Like Fab Soul Tape shit. Is that one of them? No, this is something I, I never thought. This is something first. I never yeah, thought about. This, this is something I never. You thought mean about. without the whole screaming on it and all that? Yeah, but it was still a mixtape. I mean, fucking Gucci. I mean, there's been a whole bunch of mix. I mean, uh, Dipset used like to release always, these, uh, mixtapes all the time. I feel, and I yeah. feel well, but I do feel like Gucci always had um, Holiday on that shit. Not always. I feel like he did. Yeah, a fact, lot. That's how Kanye first dropped. He dropped uh, what's it called? Freshman Adjustment. Okay. That was his mixtape, and that was like oh. Two, never three. heard it. Yeah, he he didn't have a DJ. He just did that shit himself to get noticed. Cause I heard it's kind of disrespectful if you don't get the DJ. <laughs> That's what I heard. At one point in time, it was disrespectful to the DJs to not get the DJ. So you don't do want me thing. to boycott talk you. on your <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't talk shit on you coming <laughs> over your records in <laughs> so the you, middle of your verse. So man, you, fuck you. You ain't gonna you let me talk you, on that shit. Right. You better add me on this motherfucker. Yeah, I can't talk in the middle of your shit. So the, 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 best the, the album's already done. They just give it, you know, he spends the next, like, what, like, day or so? Ha-ha, ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Come to you live, live, live! Yo, I would love to see how DJs record that shit. Just like, they in there, like, hold on, hold on. Yeah, nigga! Oh, that, that wasn't good? That wasn't good? Take it back? Okay, hold on. Yeah, nigga! Oh, no? Okay. Fuck, boy! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hold on. Let me... Jim I have a coat. <laughs> DJ, <laughs> what? Me, me, me. DJ, what's his face? <laughs> or rappers well, doing their ad lib track. That shit is probably hilarious. Oh, I would love it. Just this. all ad libs and shit. But nah, nah. I, I want to see it with it on mute. Like, I want to see Travis on mute, mute and shit. I want to watch that shit. I want to see Travis Scott do his ad libs on mute. See how fuck straight up. <laughs> see how the fuck that look. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? See how the fuck a straight up look. Like, <laughs> straight what does a straight up look like? That shit probably look crazy. He probably got veins in his neck and everything. <laughs> straight you, up. What do you think a water look like? Or a splash? Splash. <laughs> what a mama look like? Oh, yeah. what, what do mama look mama. like? What do a mama look like? <laughs> mama. <laughs> hey, that's the title. What do a mama look like? I'm with it. <laughs> Or like, remember uh, Friendos from Saturday Night Live? That we looked at funny. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it takes some skill to be. <laughs> it takes some skill to do ad libs too. Yeah, it does. 
Gucci had one had some of the best ad libs in the game at one point. Cause you forget to have good timing, right? Skirt, skirt, man. Gucci was the skirt master in the burr. Hey, Beyonce got that shit now. Oh yeah, so yeah. her skirts is down packed. Her skirts are mean, yo. Because you can't really ad lib just like on beat. You have to have like perfect timing and like at the right spot of the song, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a skill. Yeah, fine. Like pick up the right word. You gotta get your skirts and your and your and your burrs and your yeah and your yeah. Remember, it's a, it's oh, a big part of this. Uh, speaking of your era, Uncle Buck, mm-hmm. y'all ad libs were trash. <laughs> All y'all get was a yeah. And they just repeat what the fuck they just said. <laughs> Yo, shot him in the head. Now he's dead. 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 <laughs> head. Dead. Bread. <laughs> said. So right now, I would say Fred. <laughs> it's flip flop. Where back then the ad lib was just like, and y'all hooks were trash. Nah, I disagree on that. But nah, the lit, hooks that, were garbage. Oh no, hooks were bad. Yo. Absolutely not. All right, let's not say garbage. They weren't that good. Though. Biggie had hooks. Biggie did have hooks. A lot, a lot of people did. A didn't. lot of artists had hooks. A lot of artists. Get at me, dog is a good hook. Yeah, Pretty and then his ad libs too. <laughs> 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 what dog was that? <laughs> That's a Pom- Pomeranian. <laughs> Fucking shit, too. <laughs> yo, DMX has <laughs> just seen to slam his crack pipe on the ground, yo. He felt that shit in his heart, yo. What the fuck they doing? Bring my going, shit. What is going on? <laughs> Weak ass buck. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> DMX felt that shit in his heart. He said, what the fuck does you know how twins got that intuition shit? Yeah. There was something going on, man. <laughs> Every time it's, a nigga barked. He just looked up. He was like, what the fuck was his, that? His spices just went off. Yeah, <laughs> wherever he was at right now. Another side tangent. That nigga growling He's at He's probably somebody. one of the, the only dudes out here where I'd be scared to walk down the alley and see him coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not messing with you. Even now? Yeah, I think now. Even too. back, even back then, he's like legit crazy. No, I'm saying now, would you be scared? Because he's a little frail now. He got a little crack weight on him. I feel like he's frail but crack, now. But crack, crackheads have like weird strength. Crack don't kill crazy. That's a fact. Yeah, he probably would make. He could probably make the shit out of a shiv with like just some glass and you know what I'm saying, like something crazy. Because we saw that he gave zero fucks carrying his son. So what do you think he's gonna do to a random nigga? He carried the shit out of his son. Yeah, he did. His son was a bitch, though. Hey, I'm not even. I'm sorry. <laughs> DMX, look, yo, don't come barking at us. I'm sorry. That whole. We just going off. I'm just going off that episode, yo. Like, he looked like he was a little timid. You, actually, I would have been scared, too. I'm sorry. Actually, I take that back. I would have been. I would have pissed on myself. He said, You acting like a little bitch. He's not barking. He's barking on the son. Barking on what's her name? What's the lady? Uh, the uh, therapist? Yama. Yeah, her. Yama, I think. Fix my life. He was, he was all over the place, man. Some shit. Hey, what do you love more, your son or crack? Motherfucking crack, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking crack, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Motherfucking crack, baby! Get at me, <laughs> <laughs> Get at me my nigga! <laughs> Get at me, dog! <laughs> if you got some crack, just at me, dog! <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I don't even know how we got on this. Yeah, that was just... <laughs> shout out to that. What the fuck were we talking about? I don't even know. DMX. DMX. Before that, hooks were trash. 
before that. Travis Scott was his main topic, I think, right? Hey, the album. From Travis Scott to DMX. That was wild. Wow, we we. Oh man, that's that's a record for us. That's yeah. like four changes. In <laughs> four changes away. Yo, uh, from, yeah, that's like six degrees of separation of yeah. changes. <laughs> we had a tra- backtrack. Hold on, wait. Where did this stuff came from? DMX to crack to <laughs> barking and oh, okay, Travis. Hey, get back on track. Shout to Travis. Right. Ad libs, I think, was the core. Oh yeah, oh, the okay, ad libs yeah, and shit. Yeah, but you gotta have a good ad lib. I remember I, I made a song. I made like a few songs in my day. And like that shit ain't easy, yo. B Prince, no, B Prince, he made a few songs yeah. in his day. That shit ain't easy. You gotta do, you gotta record it. You gotta make sure you get your tones right. Then you gotta, you, gotta you do, do the doubles, dub, you the, gotta du- do the doubles, doubles, yeah. We call same shit. Yeah, it's like I used to fuck my doubles up, yo, because I'll be like, because you gotta really say it at the same pace that you're going at, because you know it's a double. You gotta fucking. You know, dread head bed said. You gotta be like dread head bed said. Yeah, <laughs> right on, you right, be on right, you gotta be on it. You gotta say, you know, I used to be in there like, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> like, I gotta remember where it comes in. I'm like, okay, uh, and then it's like dread. Head. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you were the one take hold. Huh? Yeah, like fuck. I was not one take hold. I'm fifty take fish, yo. <laughs> And for one song, they be like, this nigga fish, yo. <laughs> like, you feel me? I don't think I was that bad for all words, but like recording, I'm like, oh, fuck. This is strenuous. <laughs> it's like, nigga, all you got to do is say one word. <laughs> and then they be trying to punch me in like, look, okay, we're going to start five seconds. We're going to pull it back five seconds. Count in your head. <laughs> okay, you ready? And like, boy. It's a flying head. What the fuck going? Dread head. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> Get distracted again. I'm like, god damn. You know what I'm saying? Oh, How did your process go, yo? <laughs> Better than that. Yeah, my process sucked. Yeah, I could one take <laughs> some stuff sometimes back in my day. Yeah. Yeah, back in my it was pretty easy. It becomes routine the more you do it. You ever made a song? Nah. Yeah, I know you wanted to. Yeah, I no, no. Bro, to. I remember y'all had you, Giz, and Raja Armani pimping. I don't know if you was the one rapping too, but y'all had. They remember they had like a it was doing a rap thing, yo. I know. Uh, Raja Armani pimping and was rapping, and Giz was doing the beats. I feel like that's what it was. Giz wasn't rapping too, and and A Martin was rapping too. I don't know. Not Giz. He was just mostly doing beats. Dude. Okay. Goddamn Martins. Damn Martins, man. <laughs> The Martin clan. Yeah. The rappers of the bunch. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. And then, like, uh, one of our. Uh, hey, Martin's rapping about. Boys uh, around the way was uh, rapping along with, you know, another, another cousin. I, I mean, they could spit. Then we had, like, uh, I remember one time, one of our uncles, my mom's side, he hijacked a session. <laughs> we had a family cookout. We was in the room, just like, you know, just spitting and just kind of like vibing, just, you know, something like that. He come in and he's trying to be the cool uncle. Oh, Lord. What y'all doing in here, nephew? That's exactly what he said. <laughs> nephew, what y'all doing? Y'all doing a little rippity rhyme. Oh, oh. That's exactly how he was. Oh, y'all know how, y'all had no spit for real. Y'all sound like some V103. He was like, what the fuck? What are you doing? What? sound like what? V103. And we were looking at him like, what? And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, so, like that, that's old station. And mind you, he's referencing shit that was relevant when he was like <laughs> he was out because he just got released like a month oh, before. Oh, okay. He was like that. He's institutionalized. Yep. For several years. Yep. Mm. But he's trying to reestablish himself and he didn't think no time passed. He started rapping Big Daddy Kane and shit. <laughs> Man, <laughs> listen. 
He's in that room, like just hijacking it. He's like, "Oh man, y'all got enough. Y'all need to sound like this. Y'all need to sound like some Dr. Dre." And he hit him, with, hit him with that thumb. And we're like, "We're not trying to be gangsters. We just want to have fun." Right. No, no, you don't. And we're like, "What? <laughs> Tell us what he wanted to do." Sound like he was ahead of his time. You know what I'm saying? And then he just started. He was beating on Giz's like wall and like Giz's like shit on his dresser was like, like you would think it was an earthquake. Just it was rattling. It was literally just bouncing up and down. I'm almost about to fall off his dressings. And you know, we're like literally up holding stuff against <laughs> we lean up against the wall, the dressing, everything, trying to keep stuff up. And then like he was like, ah, oh, you know, y'all good, y'all good. And then he would come up to you, he would jab you, but he would hit you in your like your your love and your your kidneys and your, oh, your ribs shit, and shit. Yeah. So by the end of the night, I was bleeding internally, right? Because he jacked me so many so many times. All them push-ups he was doing and shit. It's like, oh, you want my uncle? It's funny because like you say you start banging on the wall. That's still he's still institutional. Like, that's some jail shit. Like he started yeah, making yeah. the beat on the I mean, fucking. yeah, he was just beating on the wall. Like, I mean, he just saw he was grooving. He was just in there dictating to us what we need to be for like 15 minutes. <laughs> my name Young P and I'm here to say it. I start rapping. It's like you almost 50 years old and this is the worst advice I've ever got from a grown up before. My name's Murderbone and I'm here to say <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He's rapping like I'm thinking about a master plan. <laughs> like whoa. And it was embarrassing too because like you know our boys looking at us like what's up with, you? <laughs> what's up with your uncle? Right, what's up with this dude? Got what? Pants leg rolled up and shit. <laughs> it's like oh yeah he was locked up and it's like oh, okay. You know I mean that was right. good enough so yeah, just oh, kept the move. Makes sense. Yeah. But yeah I, I used to be trash in the booth. My words were nice. My recording style was trash. Nice. <laughs> it was garbage. That's making me not well. This shit is strenuous. That's like, yeah, shout out to these rappers, yo. That could just be in the studio all fucking night. I couldn't do it, yo. That just seems really boring. Yo. No matter what you're doing in the studio. If you ain't got to be there all day, that shit's boring. All day? And all you got to do, what? You probably, what, smoke and eat? That's probably it. Yeah. Bring some women through, but. I don't know how they do it. Just have a party in the studio. Yeah, I guess you have sex a little bit, you know. Yeah, no booze. Get some head, then, then what? Yeah. Gotta go right back in the booth. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's not much to see yeah. in, uh, in the studio. <laughs> Shit, so who somebody has a bed? I saw somebody had a bed Drake. in the studio. That Drake? Drake? Had one, yeah. When you're Drake, you probably can just have, like, you know. That motherfucker, I, he when he sings, it sounds like he on some silk sheets. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice supple leather. Yeah, you know what <laughs> just like sinking into it. He right? got silk pajamas on, just, you know, just getting his, you know. He's like Wayne got a uh, skate ramp. Yeah, he got a ramp in his, his booth or whatever, but he ain't rapping too much anyway. So. When we get our own studio, we need to have a fully loaded stock bar, bar. Yeah. full stock bar, but like. Actual bartender. <laughs> that oh, that would staffed. be dope. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's to be there for twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> He's twenty four hours because we don't know when we gonna come in. Just cut, <laughs> cut limes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we book a session. We like, no, what fuck? We ain't even come. We cancel that shit. <laughs> you look at the big pile of limes. <laughs> I've been cutting oh, this shit all day, <laughs> motherfucker. These motherfuckers <laughs> got me cut these lives all damn day, <laughs> and they not coming. <laughs> We're talking these motherfuckers, these garnishes, <laughs> perfectly quartered. <laughs> I even had to slit down the middle of the thing on the edge of the glass. <laughs> just slap him off of the counter. She's all upset. <laughs> I've been doing this all damn day. <laughs> I chill these beer mugs so they don't have to put their lips on these cans. <laughs> <laughs> Got like freshly squeezed juices. Yeah, right. <laughs>
freshly squeezed juices. And be like, no, we ain't coming in. <laughs> Cancel that shit. Oh, yeah, that juice. Oh, throw that away. We don't want that shit. We want fresh made juice. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow, nigga. <laughs> I shit too old. I want that shit. The ice trays fully, fully loaded. Fully Reload them. Reload, Reload the, the ice, ice trays. <laughs> we want everything fresh. <laughs> Lemons too. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got top shelf liquor in this motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker lived there and shit. That's going to be us. You know what I'm saying? Damn. I'll tan- we on a tangent record. Jesus Christ, yeah. yo. All right. So let's see. We, we finished with the Travis joint. Uh, I'll give him a nine. B Prince, eight, eight and a half. Uh, Uncle Buck is a hater. <laughs> yeah. So he got a 10 for that. So he got a 10 for being a hater. So shout out to you, Uncle Buck. You know what I'm saying? Um, what else do we have on the docket? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what else did we say? We didn't see the NBA. NBA. Sorry. VMA. I'm, I'm dyslexic. I saw it. I am, I'm not really. I'm just say this now because uh, I know we. Uh, I didn't discuss this and we wanted to go over it. So I'm going to just say this. I'm not a fan of award shows anymore. Them mm. shits are boring. They're fucking boring. I don't know who can host them anymore. They're all fucking corny. Mm. <laughs> like they're all corny to me. Like I don't. I, what joke can you? Because you got to appeal. These jokes are. These jokes are all like. You can't even be. I like raw comedy. To be mm. real, when I want my comedy raw, I want to hear some fuck dicks and shits and pussies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, this is a clever joke, but it's all to be clever when you're trying to, you know. Yeah, I get to the mainstream and all that shit. The only one I really watch is the Academy Awards. I mean, I think that's pretty good. Um, Cause who? Not this past year, but I actually like the one that uh, Ellen DeGeneres hosted. Yeah, that was really good. She yeah, did, that was the one she did the selfie. Yeah, she did a really good job with oh, it. That was good. Because that, that was that was so different. I think yeah. James Corden did it. I think he did a good job too. James yeah. Corden yeah. was his past. Yeah, I love the Oscars. I like the Grammys. Huh. I like the performances. Yeah, I do look for the the performances, but I'm just as far as the that's what's about to be. The Grammy, the Grammys are they're pretty good. They're okay, but like yeah, the Oscars is probably number one for me. Uh, just because you know you kind of see all those movies, you wonder which one's going to go ahead and kind of come out on top. Let alone you get introduced to other movies that you haven't, you didn't even really know about. But like, hey, I need to check this out. It's always a movie I've never heard of that wins like Best Picture or some shit. And then I watch it and it's always good. Yeah, it is. There was only one time I was disappointed. Grand Budapest Hotel. You didn't like that? No, I really. I love that movie. I didn't really, I like I like the look of it. I don't know. It idea was shot really be. well. Wes Anderson uh so have you ever seen Rushmore? No. <laughs> uh was it? Um I'm trying to think of some of his other ones. He has, he has a whole bunch of they're like quirky dry comedy movies, basically. Uh huh. You know, um, what's uh, the Royal Tenenbaums? Have you heard of that one? Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, it is. Who's in that? Gene Hackman, Danny Glover, um, Danny Glover? Owen Wilson, Angelica Houston, Gwyneth Paltrow. Was this like ben a Stiller. family thing? They were like, a, oh, Ben. St- okay, they were like a family, and the, the yeah, it's uh, like a quirky Gene, family. Was he like yeah. the the father or something? Gene mm-hmm. Hackman or something? Yeah, he was like a horrible father. Yeah, I remember that. He was like trying to get their approval or some shit. Though they were like, like all pissed at him. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Danny Glover was in that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him being in that. But yeah, I don't know. Just the I'm not really a fan of award shows anymore. I mean, I like I'll try to stick around for the performances to see who does that thing and all that shit. But that's why you gotta record them and fast forward. <clears throat> yeah, I need to start doing that because I'm good. 
I'm good on the opening monologues. Oh, actually, I like the openings sometimes. The openings are kind of cool. The openings are probably the best part. I like to see how they open it up. Mm-hmm. That'll let me know how the fuck this thing is going to go. The VMAs opened with Shawn Mendes. I don't even know who that is. Mm. I like Shawn Mendes. Is he a singer? He brought in your rising. Yeah. You see if you sing with guitars and shit. Mm-hmm. No. Singer song, <laughs> songwriter. Right? Yeah. Okay. I don't need to brought my horizons. Just a tad. Nah. Smidge. I'm, I'm good. Shawn <laughs> Mendes, I guess the best way, like, he's like a poppy. He's almost Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I know who Ed Sheeran is. A he's younger, dope. younger Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed, Ed Sheeran's still young. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, even younger than him. Jesus. So, what, he's like 16? <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah, no bullshit. I think he's probably like 18 or something. Oh, so, maybe younger. I don't know. I don't know, man. We need to have us have us host a, uh, an award show. They need to bring back the Source Awards. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That would get. I'm not hosting. I'm not. I would go nowhere near the Source Awards. <laughs> the type of niggas these are. I mean, I know it was wild back in the day. Actually, no, it's not gonna be as rowdy as it was back in the day. Nah, they they were just ignorant. Back yeah, in the day. back then it was just fucking niggas brought guns on stage. Yeah. Remember that? Do you remember when Onyx brought the fucking yeah, yeah. That, that, sticky that, fingers with no, a gun I, on I, stage I, and shot that? That was. I think that was like the year before. Uh, Shook busted off at you know everybody and shit. Was so. that was that the year before? I think so. Cause that like that just defined that whole era back then. <laughs> like motherfuckers was angry. You tell them, like the nineties was something. And that's what Uncle Buck loves. He loves angry fucking rap because he's an angry fucking man. Yes. He wants his rappers to bust their gun on stage. Do y'all niggas bust y'all guns? <laughs> Hell yeah, we bust our guns. <laughs> Hell yeah, we bust our guns. <laughs> I don't bust my gun. I'm sorry, sir. I'm a happy individual. I don't need to bust That's my gun. That's what brought us all together, just being angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's my positivity. Anger brought us all together. We were just angry and institutionalized. <laughs> we were all selling crack and shooting motherfuckers. <laughs> That's what it was, man. We were the era that was pro-crack, okay? And, you know, I just, I'm fucking with Uncle Buck. I love 90s rap, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, damn, you know, just, it's, this is the era. It's like era the era changes. You feel me? Like back when rap started, that shit wasn't they wasn't all lyrical miracle. You know what I'm saying? They was rapping about walking down the street and fucking wearing a hat or something. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Buying some pants from the store. <laughs> Hanging out at the club. I mean yeah, <laughs> you know? messages and wearing you know, they stuff like that. Like I mean, hell probably the greatest rap song of all time is called The Message. My Grandmaster Flash. Mm. Just talking about shit on the street. And then at that time, it was groundbreaking because people were like, really? They sell crack in the neighborhoods? I didn't know that. It's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Look at your son. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your kids. <laughs> your kids on it. <laughs> you feel me? But now I feel it was. It wasn't lyrical, though. Is that lyrical? I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's, you can. It wasn't. I wouldn't call that lyrical, though. It was lyrical. I mean, because so lyrical as far as like not only as far as like the wordplay, but also so you just saying you just want some type from of- like the storytelling too. It was like intricate stories that were being told that just listen to the radio without even seeing the seeing the video. You can envision what the person's talking about. Easy mm-hmm. cruising down the street in my six four. Yeah, you imagine like I'm cruising in my car, just yeah. What it was the next line, macking the bitches, slapping the hoes, or some shit, <laughs> some That's shit like that. Easy, definitely, wasn't <laughs> but lyrical. you can definitely see it. Yeah, 
I mean, I Ice Cube wrote it. Yeah, I was saying Ice Ice Cube wrote it. Like I, I like the lyrics, but you can tell like he never wrote that shit. <laughs> His style completely changed when when yeah, Ice yeah. Cube left. Because well, I think Ren started writing this shit, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah how you feel about Biz Marquee? I like Biz Marquee, and again, like I'm not saying he's lyrical, and, and again, I call it a, a reference to like there's a place for so you everything. Just want the content you don't like the content nowadays. What you're saying? I don't really understand. And, and everything sound like you mentioned that everybody's biting off of like what future and you know other people do. We have so many artists kind of like flooding the market, kind of doing the same exact thing. It's all white noise after a while, right? Especially when the person is kind of like leading that charge. It uh, again, it's not necessarily the most lyrical to begin with and stuff. But then you have like four other dudes doing the same exact sound. That's the only reason why, like, it appears like I shit on it, and it's not so much like shitting as much as like, where's the originality? Hip hop is about being original with it. Again, if it was just future, even if I didn't necessarily agree with like, like what he does, I could accept that. But the fact that he's viewed as the best, and part of that view is because there's like three or four other dudes doing the same exact thing, but they're not as good as what he's doing. So therefore, by default, he's the best. That's what I take a problem with. Does that make any sense? I don't agree, but yeah, because I, I, I hear differences in it. You know what I mean? I hear the differences in all the people. I can't point to one person that sounds like Future, except Designer. That's just because his voice sounds like him. <laughs> well, that's what I think of when you say sound like. Like, yeah, Designer sounds like Future because, like, yeah, like what B. Prince just said, he's just taking his whole cadence and voice tone and all that shit. But, like, well, like I mean, like the so-called like mumble rap. But, but like movement, y'all like movement. to say sonically, like Amon used to be saying in one of the podcasts we did, and, and Giz sonically, sonically they sound. No, they don't. Sonically, they do not sound all alike. You know what I'm saying? You maybe talking about some of the producers out here? Do try to make I some mean, of the same I mean, beats? They, 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 they go to the same producers. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, even like the producers too. Um, where like I think there's a difference between having a signature sound versus like that's pretty much the same exact beat i heard like either the song before on the same album or on another person's album to be person's point like everybody's going to like you know metro booming for it like you know because yeah. they like a sound or like they're going to zaytoven because he has has a sense of sound and that beat sounds almost literally like the same exact beat that came on yeah i can agree with that yeah. like the production a lot of production is very close to each other i will say that but in people's artistry i can see the differences in that like you have some people that that you would consider probably a part of the the same mm-hmm. uh, cloth as the future, but I like they they rap pretty good. Like uh, what the fuck is it? Lil Baby actually is actually pretty dope. That he doesn't rap much on that Yes Indeed song, but on his like mixtape or whatever, Man, he's actually pretty dope. That song is hard though. That Still. song hard as fuck. He don't even need to rap. He don't. <laughs> Drake killed it. I just even I don't know what he's talking about, little baby, but he just his flow is just like and that man that just fit that beat hundred percent, yeah. And one, I don't like my clothes being starched either when I get dry clean. <laughs> so I can see what little baby's talking about. <laughs> I like light starch. <laughs> you know, like a little light starch. Yeah. See you old Christmas. man. <laughs> I need my I need my shirts to be popping right. for work. Creases down the front. Right, <laughs> <a> cre- <laughs> yeah. crease down the pants, <laughs> the pants leg. 
sharp ass crease. Yeah, and then, you know, you go ahead and pluck that bad boy. <laughs> you, pl- you give it a nice little pluck to make sure it's, it's fresh. I'm good. Yeah, no starch, around, please. Make a paper airplane out there. That's what, starch. that's what I said. Light starch. Little baby. Like the heavy starch. Hey, little baby, I'm with you, bro. No starch when you try to clean my no, shit. No starch, please. No starch, please. I understand. I understood that. And I understood when, when, when. Because when I was a baby. You, you know, went, when, when, when. I said when, when, when. It made perfect sense. Come on now. Every, everybody got that line. <laughs> everybody had that. That's like his tagline, though. That's it like, should he, be. He says that shit all the time. He's like, when, when, when. Bitch, I'm little baby. Little baby. So yeah, it should it makes, be. Perfect sense. I get that. When, Bars. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody talked about baby when his, his name is baby. <laughs> I just discovered there was a little baby the other day. I thought I thought one of our youth was making it up, but when when when, bitch, I'm little baby. He had to have the bitch in there. Let you know, I'm my name's little baby. I'm also a grown man, bitch. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> you feel so me? You I know, baby. I fucking man. <laughs> Shout out to him. What else we get? What else we had on the docket, yo? We had uh. I don't know, bro. It's getting late. I think we were talking about late. fancy real quick, right? Oh yeah, it is out. getting late. Let's get out of here. So, uh, you know, before we dip. Uh, a good what? The time? That's how it's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's late as shit. <laughs> we old people. Like again, it's Friday night. <laughs> uh, we'll be dropping this, you know, when we drop it. But it's right now it's Friday. We're still we're all up there in age. <laughs> we gotta go to bed. <laughs> you feel me? That's funny. Our tangents took up most of the, <laughs> most of the show. Did. I think we had more topics. <laughs> yeah. like, Fuck it, yo. It's one of them. It's it's us three. We all said Fuck it. Fuck topics. We good. I think it's. I think it was great yeah. entertainment, though. We're gonna tangent our way. We're gonna tangent our way to a deal. Hey, fuck listen. that, Apple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When we announce title that we're exclusive to Quavo's, <laughs> Quavo's, <laughs> hey, <look>. chicken, fish, <laughs> grits. grits, biscuits, shrimp, shrimp. Oh yeah, and hairlines, and hairlines. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and we stream live. We stream live at every location. <laughs> Yo, we if we just like promote the hairlines and the shrimp and all. We got it all on like a. You know, you ever seen Snoop Dogg's joint, the GGN news? Oh, just put it all. Yeah, put it all on the table. Yeah. <laughs> just lined across the table. We got the chicken, the shrimp. Got the hairlines next to the tr- the fish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying the fi- the hairline hair getting into the. We fish. gotta tie some nationality to the hairlines. We got the crispest hairlines. Mm. You know, like Brazilian silky. Puerto hair. Ricans got some. Got some. Got some slick Puerto hairlines, Rican hairlines. Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. Dominican hairlines. Their hairlines be crisp. I'm not even gonna lie, yo. Yeah, we about to have them Dominican hairlines. Yeah, get you a fresh Dominican <laughs> hairline. A Boricua hairline. <laughs> hair like Cha cha like a motherfucker in your goddamn <laughs> hairline, yo. That shit gonna look crazy. But um, all right, let's get. We gonna end it out before we end it out. Like I said, we got Uncle Buck over here. BBB Big Buck Brand. He is the commissioner. Of if y'all what if y'all are new to this, if y'all maybe forgot of some of our recent episodes, we have a fantasy football league that we're all in. I'm in it. All of us. That shit is cutthroat. Cutthroat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Giz is not here. If he was here, he would cut me off right now and say how we're all bitches and how we're not gonna win <laughs> <laughs> and how uh we cheat. Uh Uncle Buck's a cheater. And it was funny when we did a recording last time. It didn't come out, but we did the recording. I was kind of agreeing with him at first because I'm like, yeah, I thought it was all playful. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kid's just went and fucking. <laughs> he went in Giz mode. You know what I'm saying? Giz went in Giz mode. We love Giz, yo. I love 
Actually, you know what I like about this with Gibbs? He brings the fire to the fantasy shit. Mm-hmm. This is what we need. I fuck with it. All right. Yeah, everybody needs a Stone Cold Steve Austin or somebody like that to rile everybody up. Everybody needs that. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a place for it. I don't agree with most of his takes, but I mean, he has an opinion. He's welcome to it. Yeah, he's more like a, a I wouldn't say a Stone Cold. I'd give him a, um, like a Chavo Guerrero or something like that. <laughs> <Not> Chavo. <laughs> Why'd you go Chavo Guerrero? I mean, Stone I can Cole see you said Eddie. Not even, not even Eddie Guerrero? Nah, Eddie's Chavo. too big still. Yeah, come okay. on, man. Chavo. Chavo was a heel, wasn't he? Wasn't Chavo a heel? I think Eddie he was, was too, Eddie, but because yeah. Eddie was a champion, that's why he can't be. Yeah, I got oh, wow. okay. <laughs> knock him to Chavo. Oh, wow. Yeah, Giz, what's up, yo? <laughs> when he hears this, you know he's going to go off, right? He's going he gonna to tear my head off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to deflect some of this, don't spend all your money on Jordy Nelson, fish. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> It was the auto, co- switch, yo, it was the, the fucking right. auto draft, and I'm definitely calling out Sunday, because that shit will not happen again. <laughs> Listen, right. you can go ahead and draft from your phone. Just pull the motherfucker out. Turn on silent. I was doing something. I was at work, I think. Yeah, I was at work. Every time I'm at work, I always forget when my turn is. I'm like, oh, shit. And there's that draft thing. The, the auto draft just wants to blow all my fucking money on Jordy Nelson. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? I know there's going to be several people. I shouldn't say several. It's going to be a couple owners who forget to draft. That's guaranteed. Ain't me. I mean, you know, that's no excuses. It's part of the game. And I never made an excuse. Yeah. Oh, you kept to going. Credit, kept yeah, to your credit, you did. Never made an excuse. We all remember me, B Prince, and Giz all had the like, same record. They just had more points. It just came down to the points and shit. Yeah, that was bullshit. I'm I'm not trying to follow that same path. Injuries kill your shit. Oh, yeah. injuries fucked you over. Uh, yeah, I was fucking shit up. Nigga got hurt. Didn't make the playoffs. It's all good, though. Yeah, and then with, with me, Carson Wentz got injured, and that fucked my that whole playoff run. Yep. I had the first round by, so I'm like, all right, that increased my chance. I only got to win two more games. I'm champion. That did not happen. All right, all. Uncle Buck, let me look at you right now, all okay. right? This is a uh, we're going. This is like a ESPN style. Instead of ESPN, it's T A N P. Okay. Right. Switch the letters. <laughs> Sports Network. You have been in the dance how many times? You missed the dance last year, but how many dance have you? How many times have you been in the dance? Yo? Twice. Twice. You were a favor. You were you were you were the uh, top dog last year. So you were one of the favorites. Mm-hmm. You were one of the favorites to win it. My quarterback went down. You went down. How you feeling this year? Because you always there. You get there, but you drop the fucking ball yeah. <laughs> every time. Got from Belias. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. Um, so how is it? What you doing? What's going on this year? How you feeling? And are you prepared? Are you think you go? You think you can take it there? I, I always go into every season confident. It's never a worry about that. It's just how to finish it off. You know, um, I just need to bust that nut this year. I get, it's like I get close to nothing. You get blue balls every year, man. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> you know, oh, I got to leave, and I get left hanging, or yep. it, just, it just it never comes to fruition. I got to go ahead and bust that nut this year. Oh, you're getting right there, and she fought. Yeah, and then something like something turns you off. off it, just, like, oh. it just never happens. <laughs> it's like 40-year-old version. <laughs> right. You know, you know, it's almost about to happen, then some shit go down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I got some, got some things I'm looking at. You know, some scenarios. I actually did my first draft of the other night. I'm actually happy with my team. 
We did a mock draft. Oh, no, it was actual draft. Oh, you got you in another league. Yeah, it's just a regular ESPN league. Um, Money on the line? No, I just did it for fun. Shits and viewers. Because I know the thing with you is you really take this to down to a science. All right? Let me see what you got here. I'm out there. Whoever you got on your squad on this, I'm gonna take in the, uh, <laughs> That was just that, that was an draft. auction draft though. That was just like a regular snake draft. So I just and I was drafting eight. Can eight. I ask you what made you do after a ten team league? So I just kind of went with the flow. I always want to ask what made you do an auction draft over a snake draft. It's better. Yes, yeah, it's better. Uh, B Prince said it perfectly. Better from the standpoint that in snake drafts that teams typically do, you're talking about like. Okay, it's a little bit of skill here and there, but at the same time, say, like, the scenario you just brought up, like, yeah, I missed the past couple of drafts. So if that would happen in the snake draft, because of where you're slotted, say if you got the first overall pick, the odds are you can go ahead and draft, like, the top-rated player yeah, and have, like, a bomb squad that the computer picks out for you versus you actually selecting it for yourself. Auction draft, it's really sink or swim. Just because at that point, it's showing your true GM skills because you dictate who gets on your team based off of what you're willing to go ahead and put up monetarily. So if I really want to go after A-Rod to go ahead and be on my team and be the quarterback on my team, I'm going to go ahead and throw a shitload of money to go ahead and get him because I buy him that much. And I may derail you in other areas because I may not have enough money left over to go ahead and kind of fill up the rest of my team, have a quality running back, receiver, whatever. But we know for a fact, like, okay, Fish Montana valued that quarterback so much that he sacrificed the rest of his team and he got shot in the foot for it. Mm-hmm. You know, versus like, Don't hey, I'm showing some skill in terms of actually making some suave moves getting the quarterback. That may not necessarily be the flashy name, but he gets me just enough points. I got, you know, nice running back, nice receiver. I'm actually, comp- you know, filling out a whole squad based off of how I view team building. Right. That's true GM skill. And I think that makes it a little bit more interesting. There's a lot more intrigue in it, basically, versus, oh, well, yeah, I'm picking, but at the same time, I can go ahead and actually, you know, go get, you know, take you know, take a piss real quick. I can go ahead and give me something to drink. Basically, miss about, like, 20 minutes. I come back, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a nice squad just because I did my auto draft. B. Prince. Yes. Do you think it's fair? Well, season go- oh, hold on, hold on. Do you think it's fair? Throughout the season, right? You make a trade with somebody, right? The player that you traded for mm-hmm. got injured, and you trade that player back. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what happened. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you want to explain the scenario <laughs> while we laughing? So- well, I'm gonna let B Prince because damn, I wish Giz was here, yo. That shit would have been funny as shit. So no, goes, that would be another half an hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, it, it, it goes to your, it goes. It talk. You were just talking about GM skills, right? Yeah, let's get it. Let's, and GM skills is all about reaching out to the people you can reach out to in order to make shit happen. Relationships, basically. Relationships for one thing, and you got to know other people's needs as well, and you got to be willing to, willing to give up something. So yeah, I made a trade. For somebody, because I thought I had another quarterback. So here's the scenario: I had Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. I traded away my backup quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Yep. <clears throat> Deshaun Watson got hurt. Yep. I then needed Kirk Cousins again. 
So in order to get him, I gave up one of my three, like, top point-getting running backs, yeah. or four that I had at the time, in order to get him back. Uh, so he, in in turn, he ended up getting the player I traded for at first. I, he got – it was Kirk Cousins and somebody else. He kept that other player, and he gets Jordan Howard. I don't see how he loses in that scenario. Now, who was this he, though? People uh, need my to stepfather. Know. People need to know. That's I think that's also an important factor. Yeah. <laughs> do you you don't think just a little bit he was like, you know, uh, help my man out real quick, you know what I'm saying? Does it matter? I mean I ended up with one less good player on my team. He didn't just give him to me for shit. You could have I could I could have been like, hey, hey, go ahead and take this kicker. So go ahead and take this kicker or like this third level player third tier player or like but i gave mm. him a top tier player and uncle buck said you gotta sink or swim sink or swim he could have let you sink he could have he also wouldn't have had jordan howard mm. so my take on all this and again I, I know why we're having this conversation when you have owners that may try to allude to something everybody is super competitive in the league i like to think um particularly i love it who you know um we're talking about, you know, B Prince's stepfather, who is actually a two-time winner and is probably one of the most competitive people I've ever met before. The fact that, or the assumption that he would go ahead and sacrifice things just to go ahead and boost up, you know, his stepson, who he, he loves dearly. And he knows I will talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> he knows that. He would not let that ride, let alone, let's just be, you know, upfront. Mrs. Buck is also part of the league, and you know it's been a senior way that oh considerations are given because X Y Z. What considerations? We did one deal for a minor player last year. Other than that, it was her doing her thing. I did my thing. Now there has been rumors because Mrs. Buck has been. She was the uh, she went to the ship this year championship. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was rumors. There's some foul play going on. Of who was managing her team. Mm. Okay. Now you are Mr. Buck. Uncle Buck. So therefore you are the husband. Mm-hmm. Of Mrs. Buck. So there we there have been some rumors. That's, that there's been. You know. There's some more collusion going on. As y'all were. You know. Having a little pillow talk. <laughs> about fantasy. What do you got to say about <clears throat> that? I want you to. Can you defend this rumor here? Just like Is always... it true or not? I always say I talk to a lot of people about fantasy uh, when it comes to, hey, what do you I I'm thinking about this deal. What do you think? What's your thoughts on it? I get my feedback on it. Whether you choose to accept that is something entirely different. I'm not running nobody's squad stuff on my own mm-hmm. because I'm ultra competitive. I think you guys know this about me and stuff. Um, with that being said, Mrs. Buck is ultra competitive. Right. You know, um, she will actually take great pleasure in showing like, look. Everybody shit on me, but the fact that I don't really know much about football and I still came out on top, she would be talking about that for years. Like, years, and she would relish that role. Right. Um, I also look at it from the standpoint that if that were true, that means I must be one hell of a GM compared to some other people who would go ahead and talk about their great GM skills and how they have all these great uh, ideas and bust all these uh, bomb trades, but be- people hate on them all the time. Well, maybe you're not as great as you think you are. 
Giz. And the year before last, people were saying me and A. Martin were uh, colluding together to make the playoffs because we made a trade right before the trade deadline. I think I got Kaepernick or somebody or mm-hmm. something like right before the deadline and it helped me get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. People are always going to think some shit, you know, like reach out to motherfuckers. You know, that's how you play this game. You reach out to people, you broker the deal. Make the shit happen. That's how it, that's how it works. And I'm putting it out there. I'm gonna make sure that everybody's number is available to the next person. We actually have a group chat which people actually utilize. Not all the time. Not everybody. That's why I say if, if. That's why I say I mean, if. Could, yeah, but not that's why everyone. I say if. If people were to utilize, mm-hmm. you know, hey, so and so, so and so, hit me up, you know, or DM me, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and have that conversation. I think we just kind of alluded to um, in one of the previous like topics, you know, relationships, right? You know, that goes a long way towards business, right? Start establishing a relationship. I'm perceiving you having a need because you only have like three running backs. I see that, you know, it'll help you get a, you know, you have a fourth running back to go ahead and solidify your lineup, right? I have another, I have a running back that would be sure to go ahead and get you, you know, over the top. If you go ahead and give me so-and-so, so-and-so. Well, that person may not necessarily want to run it back, despite what we think. Mm-hmm. That's why having a relationship, having that conversation helps kind of like, you know, filter all that stuff out. So if a deal could be brokered, you know, um, you're able to kind of get more to the point. You know what I'm saying? But assuming and and again, because in theory, I feel like my deal is so much better than yours, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's not about that. And then the fact that you want to do deals with people, but then you shit on them like harshly. And then you, you, know, you, you do, you, you know, you do all these things, just constantly shit on a person, but then get mad when they don't want to deal with you. And then you shit on them even harder. Like, how's that good for business? Look, man, I wish Giz was here. Cause this yeah, I mean, we would have the same conversations. Not like we're saying stuff behind his back that we haven't already said to his face. That's a fact. I just, but you know how he likes to say. He likes to <laughs> yeah, say but we talk about his behind. Yeah. But. Cause we got it all now, you know. I hope that's why I want to listen to this shit. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm posting this. I'm posting the audio directly to the group message <laughs> just so you can hear the shit. But to fin- end it off this conversation, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait. I love this shit. Can't you know what wait I'm saying? either, man. We got a podcast there. We got we 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 gonna get that done. Fuck gotcha. that. We gonna get that shit done. Fuck that. You know what I'm Commentate. saying? We gotta get it done. We gotta commentate. We gotta crack on the stupid picks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying live draft, live draft. Yeah, be dope, man. Bring some drinks through. Uh, who we gonna tell? We gonna. T- There's a lot of people in the fucking league. Everybody not gonna come. It's always right. just me, Uncle Buck. It definitely <laughs> is. Every yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to that. We gonna make the, the that cha- happen. The champ said he's gonna come through Sunday, so yeah, to get his belt for a couple weeks. Right, like you're getting that joint for a couple we weeks. Could have had that shit for a long time. I would have been posting on the gram. I would have been doing all types of shit with the fucking belt. We've just, seen it more than him. Right, yeah, he's, he wanted the bag. Uncle Buck is hiding it from him. <laughs> Uncle Buck don't want to get that shit up. I'm, I'm okay with giving. No. It up. I can't believe we let him win this shit. First year in the joint, an outsider. A See, shame, and that's what I'm taking to heart myself. Like you know, I need to go ahead and first step my time game in the league. Yeah, matter of fact, if he is, I was gonna win. If my niggas ain't get hurt, I just hope y'all know I was gonna win that shit. Uh, that's not an excuse. It's part of the game. Niggas get hurt. Everybody got hurt. Eh, they get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do? win that shit. You know what I'm saying? Tell I was me. scoring like 300 points. Like, 
like too high to something. You know what I thought was crazy? Hey, Martin had a shitty team, but he was getting like points at the end, yo. I don't know what the fuck. That motherfucker was getting big points at the end. Y'all remember that? Yeah. I was like, damn, where the fuck this come from? <laughs> it's like, whoa, you wasn't doing this. Hey, Martin had a shitty team, but then he was just like, you know what? You're not getting in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to get in. I'm going to fuck everyone's uh, playoff hopes up, yo. Yeah, he, he knows how to put together a team. Yeah. He, when he's motivated. Yeah, when he's motivated. He was not motivated last year. He was just down. Hey, Martin was like, man, my team ain't shit. That's what he well, kept yeah, saying. He was doing a lot. He, you know, he was expecting a child. You know. One more thing. Also, me and Uncle Buck make the most deals in fantasy. Flat. Probably, yeah. I see that. I made a few moves. <laughs> shit was fucked I up. call you up a lot. Why you ain't backing me up on the deal shit? I call you all the time on the deals. You be trying to finesse me, yo. Nah, Everybody bro. finesse me, yo. I'm just like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let's be with it. Like, all right, all right, fine, whatever. Look I good. be trying to look out. It look good, and then it just don't like work out like that. I always try to look out. I still say to this day, Mrs. Giz, that was the best deal I made. Because that's when I started, like, really getting it like that. Me and her made a deal. Alex Collins or something. I forgot who the fuck. I think she gave me Chris Thompson. Oh, Miss Buck. Oh, did I give up uh, Thompson for somebody? I don't know. I feel like Alex Collins was somebody's deal. Nah, it wasn't mine. I I think I got... If I gave up Thompson, I got somebody. It was was a nice deal. I know that. Who do you think is, like, the top sleeper this year? Sleeper? Yeah, it's like sleeper pick. I'm going to say Giz. No, oh, like players. Player. Oh, I was about to say. I was you like, said kids. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's serious, so he probably do better. But um, player. Hmm. That's a good one. Um, I'm running through it in my head. Without the list of people in right now, I can't think of it. Who you got? I think one was gonna be Kenny Galloway. Galladay, yeah, he was one. Me. He was one last year, but he didn't come through. He was a name thrown around a lot. Yeah, I think because he's a rookie, but I think second year in, you know, um, the offense for the most part staying the same. I think he's a little bit more comfortable. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna go Goodwin. Is that that? His oh name? yeah, San Fran. Yeah, yeah. Goodwin for San Fran and Titans receiver um, Davis. Yeah. Why? Corey Davis. Why? Because he's going to be nice. Okay. That's all I can say. I think he's like the top receiver now. Yeah, he's the number one receiver. And then they have somebody else, too. Rashad Matthews. Uh, I think he's out. I think he's going to be out for something. I don't know. (laughs) Another person I think is going to be nice, Royce Freeman. Oh, yeah, Denver running back. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though I think right now Fish it's viewed is as like, a, what the fuck? I don't know any of these I think people. it's viewed as a committee, running back by committee. Because <laughs> you got like Booker got, over there too. But I think Freeman. I'm in trouble. Yeah, I think Freeman's going to get both of the carries. Plus, mm-hmm. I think he's a better receiver out the backfield. I should write all this down. I don't know any of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Listen, I mean, we could totally be like off base, but. Um, Taewon Taylor? Is that it? No, Tajay Sharp. I remember he was supposed to be good last year. Yeah, he was named tossed about too. Let me tell y'all something, man. Before we leave, 
my whole strategy is I'm gonna pray, <laughs> and then I'm gonna just pick. <laughs> I guess that helps. <laughs> and then I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna go throughout the season. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how the first week look. If I'm ass, see how the second week look, and I'm just gonna trade my <laughs> trade myself <laughs> to the top. <laughs> I'm gonna trade, trade, trade. I'm like, who wants to trade? Let's get it. We gonna I'm gonna trade, trade, trade. Let's go. It can't be tied to your people, man. Can't be tied to you said that Everybody last year. Everybody's expendable. Everybody. That's a fact. Especially when my the person I paid the most money for got hurt in week two or something. Whenever David John week one, I think David Johnson. Oh yeah, he mm-hmm. was gone. Yeah. Everyone's everybody's expendable. expendable. And he had to go ahead and play on the fly. Yeah, everybody's expendable, man. Y'all just pieces on the on the on to the game, you know. You know what I'm saying? Y'all pawns. That's it. Fuck all that. Yeah, like I might I might spend all my money on quarterbacks just to trade with y'all. Niggas. <laughs> just straight quarterbacks. You know, I might just get all quarterbacks though. Like spend all the budget on big name quarterbacks and then corner the market. I might do that. All the running backs. I like. I that. might do that. This is big bread. I might. You got all of them. <laughs> I might. Yeah. Saquon, I have Elliot. I, I mean, <laughs> yep. that's the thing. Everybody, everybody has like different strategies that they're gonna go oh. ahead and like institute. That was for that would be funny. His shit is like, oh, B Prince. Oh, nope, mine. B, B Prince has the top five running backs in the league. <laughs> but that's a strategy. But, but then nobody, and then everybody freezes them out. <laughs> doesn't trade. But Tyrod Taylor is like his starting hey, quarterback. He's lit. <laughs> all hurt. running backs, all workhorses. You know what I'm saying? No defense. Nope. You know what I'm saying? No kicker. No nothing. Joe Flacco's his top quarterback. <laughs> right? Yep. Like, come on, don't talk about Joe Cool like that. I think he's going to be all right this year. You don't see, you don't I think see it's it? too much pressure. You don't see Lamar getting in anytime? Oh, yeah, he's going to get in. So how's he going to be? Cool. Yeah, you got to let the young boy do his thing, yo. Know? I think they're going to let the young boy get some plays in. If he was cool, that means Jackson shouldn't even see the field this year. Yeah. No, I think. I think Joe is going to be fine. They still is going to give uh, Lamar some just reps, yo. Just give him yeah, some reps. That that you there. can't do that. Yeah. Why not? Well, well he's going to go in and running back or something. So they can do like a double. They can do like a wildcat. You know and saying? then he gets injured. <laughs> and, then, and then Harbaugh gets fired. They can do a wildcat. It'd be good. A wildcat or two. <laughs> yeah, like, even, <laughs> even though he was gone the next do season. Option. I always think back about like. I hate option plays uh, in the NFL. The Chargers back in the day. Even though uh, he was gone the next season, they drafted. Uh, they had Drew Brees. They were skeptical about him. They drafted uh, Rivers. Rivers did not see that field that first season, I just because be. Brees, you know, did his thing, and because he was like successful, no matter how tempted they were, they kept Rivers on the bench. Mm-hmm. They still stuck with the plan. Like when you know Brees became a free agent, they let him go and with the Rivers. I don't think that was necessarily the wrong decision, obviously, but the the first season, I think that's how you should do it. If the person is performing, yeah. Going back to this, if Flacco's doing his job, there's no way that Jackson should see the field. Jackson or RG three. Wildcat. Outside, of, well, out, let me, let I don't me think we keep. We're not gonna keep RG three. Let me backtrack. Outside of like, say, if y'all blown out like a team and then you put them in for like garbage minutes, yeah, that's something different. But like after halftime, because Flacco threw four interceptions, they decided to go another route to see the rookie. That means like, all right, Flacco's some trash or Wildcat. <laughs> the fact that it doesn't work and y'all put him in for the Wildcat, that shows me like y'all, y'all gonna have a rough season. Y'all gonna run over. 
just do it just because. See what the young boy got. <laughs> see them wheels on. Set him up to yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! See how fast he is. He broke let's his leg. Look. He tore his ACL. Let's he see. tore his ACL. Let's see how fast he is. Fast he is. Let's put him out there. Right. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's they all y'all need to do. Y'all already lost. Uh, was it Hayden Hurst? So the tight end. Is he gone for the season now? Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you don't need to lose your rookie quarterback. I like Hurst too. I thought he was going to be like sneaky good. But. Yeah, I like him, but also like uh, Max Williams when we got him, he ain't did shit. Yeah, he yeah he's some trash. We'll be fine. Fuck that. So let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we got to end on a uh, what song y'all want to end off on? What y'all want to uh-huh. do? Look through the phone. This ain't no sleeper. This ain't no sleeper. <laughs> sure ain't. Sarah smile. Don't get it fucked up. Yeah, that's my shit. Sarah smiles my shit. It's late. Maybe that's what we should. Some smooth shit, right? Yeah, yeah, something smooth. It is late right now. I don't know when y'all gonna listen to this, but if it's late, we're gonna put y'all to bed. You know what I mean? That's a little creepy. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Put y'all to bed. I got the sling blade voice done. Put y'all to bed. You sound like Stranger mm, Danger just now. Right. Put y'all to bed right now. Y'all feeling, man? Y'all feeling upbeat, downbeat, <laughs> side beat, smooth, smooth. So give me something. What'd you say? Sarah Smile. I don't know who that is. Just type Sarah Smile. Sarah Smile. In Apple Music, not your music. Oops. Whoopsie. Right. I didn't <laughs> know you was looking over. Yeah, here. Holla Oats. Sarah Smiles. Sarah Smile. Holla Oats. <laughs> Y'all funny as shit. Nah, nah bro. <laughs> Best song ever. Uh, this is definitely gonna get taken down. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. you didn't expect yeah, that yeah, from yeah. the picture. <laughs> I never knew what these motherfuckers look like either. They call it blue eyes soul. Oh man! Oh yeah! I like how we started off with uh, what did we start the podcast with? Win, win, win. Got to end it with some fucking uh. Hall of Notes. All right, so let me turn it down a little bit. Who I got to my left? B Prince. B Prince. So smooth. Smooth. <laughs> Always on the left. B Prince. You know what I'm saying? Never on the right. Never on the right. Gotta talk on the beat and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Who I got in front of me? Uncle Buck feeling sexy. B B B. You know what I'm saying? Big Buck brand, Big Buck Industries, only sponsor of the podcast. And this your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you hit us up on Twitter at Not A Podcast, N-O-T-T-A Podcast. Hit us up on Gmail, This Ain't No Podcast at gmail.com. And Instagram at This Ain't No Podcast. And guess what? We are. Take us out, fellas. All you got to do is say.